what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves Oh, the jacket's off now? So, yeah, you do whatever you want. pants back on because we're live now. <coughs> Is that a viewfinder? Like? That was a viewfinder. I try not to use And I haven't done, I, I was sick this I, week. I, I didn't that. do laundry, so I don't I've have always white wanted to socks. Use one. Normally I wear black out? socks. Yeah. I hate my fucking white socks. <laughs> well, this is actually called Alan Gordon. It's the best you can get for the price. It's only $180, but there's other ones that are like, cheaper but they're not as good that's like a pretty well you know what's thing. funny when, when i was tiny. in film school like we would have like the meetings of like all right we're going over the equipment budget what's something that we can get and people were like let's get like crazy cameras and stuff i was like can we get a viewfinder those look sick literally my first <laughs> thing I was, like, I was like i hope these the are literally thing. under a th- like i was willing to spend a thousand dollars on these i didn't know how much they would be mm-hmm. so i'm like if it's under a thousand i'll get it and i go there i'm like researching a bnh i got like a bnh gift card for christmas so I'm like 180 bucks. What? I was like, Level no way. Under no, $1,000. Yeah, like, what are you going to get at B&H for? Under- <laughs> Yo, I got that, and I got my first slate. And Give I was like, chocolate. slap. I was like, ah, all for like 200 clack, bucks. Clack, clack. So I was like, nah, this is a pretty good deal. What is it? What is it? I don't even know what that is. So that it's is like an called, eyeglass? That's called director's viewfinder, and it's basically like, you ever do this? It's the pirate it's like, thing. It's like yeah, that. People it's like, like, ah, doing it's that. like the more expensive version of doing this. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a little more expensive. So basically, like, you could set like the aspect ratio so you could start off like Why? really small. Like original films, like 4.3 aspect <laughs> ratio all the way up to Close 2.39, which is super anamorphic. And you can like set your, set your aspect ratio that you can kind of get. Like there's like a zoom. I think it goes from like 18 millimeters cool. to like 200 millimeters. And you can kind of like pretty much set your shot up. Like I personally keep it on 50 because 50 is like the perfect. You got like, you get like wide with it. You get like, you know. Yeah. But actually, it was it kind of spoiled me a little bit because like the Crazy. like I had this one DP I was working with and I was like, yo, can we just try, uh, <laughs> can we just try a two point three nine aspect ratio? And he's like, not all cameras do that. And I'm like, well, my fucking viewfinder does. Like, oh, I can't hear camera. That's like, <laughs> like I was like, my viewfinder does it. Digital my camera can do it. Like you know, like you have like a Sony camera. Like maybe one up. of these two reds should be able to do it. <laughs> oh, and so I'm talking to the new DP and he's like, yo, you, he's like, so he looks at me and goes, what aspect ratio do you want? And I'm like, two point three nine. And he's like. It's like okay, and I was like, wait, that's it, easy. Like the other guy was like, oh, to get that, we gotta cut this, and you gotta do it in post. This guy's like, nah, the red. <laughs> he's like, yo, the re- he's like, yo, the red scarlet definitely has that built in, bro. We have no issues. I'm like, yes, thank you. It's like, well, yeah. like money well spent. You know what I mean? Tommy's loving it. Goes all the way down, you know. Yo, you can have that one right there. I got, I'll buy another one. Like, I got fourteen ninety five. Don't tell him that. He'll he'll fall in love with the thing. Oh man, I forgot. I brought you guys. I brought you guys um, <laughs> coffee table gifts. Coffee table like yes. a book? Yeah, I brought yeah. two books. I I bought you guys two <laughs> books. I bought you um, a Nietzsche, a Nietzsche, however you say his name. I, every time I went to Barnes Noble, what? I got myself a copy of this book too. So I go in there. I'm like, you guys have niche. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you be Nietzsche, and I'm like, I'm like, whatever, man. Like, just give me. You the know book. what I mean? Like, I just want to read a book about like philosophy from like not 1712. Like, just give me that book. Yeah. So I brought man. you guys that, and then I brought you the Nietzsche. Michael, the God of screenwriting, Michael Hopage. 
Hapagi. Yeah. About screenwriting. You guys want to read a book about screenwriting? I would. Of I've course. read them all. But yeah, they're, me, they're, they're me in the too. truck, and I kind of don't want to get up and like run to the car. Dude. Right so I got you guys on the. But I was. Me I wanted to be like, yo, I'm coming into your podcast. I got you guys presents, and I'm just like, <laughs> I brought my beef jerky though. Like, I have <laughs> the jacket. I got a pink lemonade in my jacket. You guys <laughs> could have a swig. So yeah. Pass yeah. It Dude, pass it. Like, oh man. So how, like, how how vulgar can we get? So like, you can say whatever you want. Three hour drive to get here. Yeah, we pissed like, on that so building. Like, <laughs> like, like, we get here. I'm like, dude, I got to piss so bad. Because like, yo, I got to piss too. We go into like this Valero over here. We're like, the guy I was like, you have a bathroom? He's like, no. I was like, well, you do. Because I'm going to go piss behind the store right now. So we're out there pissing behind the, behind the shed. And I was like, come back in. I'm like, you got you guys take debit card? And he was like, yeah, also credit card. I was like, damn, he knows. <laughs> but then we got uh, we got some stuff. We came here now. I decided uh, legal if two people do I'm it, all hyped up now because I chugged back one of those five-hour energies. Yeah. Cocaine in a bottle, dude. Legal coke that stuff is man yeah no I, joke you ever go to italy like they, the red bull actually has coke in it what? real yeah. life yeah oh my god yeah. In italy? yeah yeah my friend brought once brought up he's like he's like yo have you ever had like a nine hour energy i was like what, <laughs> what? <laughs> he's like, it's a four local and a five hour energy i was like <laughs> you didn't seriously drink that because you would die you would explode. Your heart he's like, will no, I haven't, but we should. I was like, no, just, we shouldn't. Oh what are you God. doing this Friday? I was like, <laughs> clear your schedule. Idea. We got nine hours. There was, this, there was actually this drink. I think it was either called Crank or called Cocaine. It was a red yeah. drink. Yeah. Cocaine. Do, do you remember that yes, drink? I and do. it was like a pre workout formula drink. <laughs> That's My legal. brother Bobby drank <laughs> one whole thing before, like, and we did legs that day. <laughs> <laughs> he was just bouncing back and forth throughout the whole gym, yeah. wobbling around the night. The I saw an energy drink called uh, called just pussy, and that's the only drink that I drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink anything else. I use it to make my coffee in the morning. I just pour it right in the coffee maker. <laughs> nice glass. Of Do you use coffee. a filter for that? <laughs> what? Do you use a filter when you straight? <laughs> just straight. Wow, straight, straight, straight pussy. You don't use, yeah, just straight pussy. <laughs> wow. Straight okay, bitter pussy. pussy. <laughs> I used to work at a wall bombs and uh, one time my friend before we went in because I was tired he's like gave me a red line you ever have a red line no no dude so you're supposed to drink half the bottle the first time you have it oh. so I but uh, I didn't know I drank the whole thing and I was like convulsing in the, in the <laughs> aisles and I, I'm supposed to pack out the shells and I was like just dropping <laughs> I dropped shit like what I was putting on and I was like I gotta go lay down <laughs> and, then, and then I told my boss like the truth I was like I drank this energy drink I don't want to go home like I still want to get paid and he was like oh, Joe fine and I just went in the back and he let me sleep on all the paper towels <laughs> and, and I got to just sl sleep it off because I would have just been fucked I was sweating I felt like I was having a panic you ever have a panic attack yes like yeah that's what it feels like many. Nelly dropping all the sponges but you know what's the best energy drink Adderall <laughs> I just spit that one out there. You just yeah. rail two lines of Adderall before you gotta do anything. But especially when you take it up the nose, yeah. you like you lose you lose pieces of your teeth, bro. There's been many times where I've oh grinded my, my teeth off. <laughs> like, I've never snorted one. I've I had one obviously. This guy one time yeah. woke up his left eye was underneath the couch. Bro, there was like an on, <laughs> there was an ongoing joke with my boys. It's like the droop. So like obviously everybody's here. We, like we're trying to like well, you guys are in the business role trying to become something in this business so you have to like balance a lot of stuff to be some to like be yeah. something so i was working full-time job as a laborer and trying to write movies at the same time so you wake up adderall come home from work <laughs> adderall write in so like 
there was an ongoing gag among my friends. It's like, as the, the progression of me taking Adderall to write after work, my eyes started like, <laughs> down his my left face, eye bro. started drooping like, you have down a stroke? I'm like, nah, it's just the Adderall. Like, I wrote a whole song about it. This about kid wrote a song. This kid wrote a song. One morning. <laughs> Wait, a song? Adderall for breakfast. Adderall for lunch. <laughs> Green and pink and yellow pills is what Christopher likes to munch. Yeah, yeah, man, that was the song. That was the song about Because I was just like, what are you doing? Like, writing another script in two minutes. That's got to be the song that opens up this podcast show now. We're already on. We've been on. We've been on. Open it up yeah. with my uh, make, my like the joke. new cocaine for Hollywood. Oh my god, because you know why? It's cheap. Films. <laughs> it's fucking cheap, bro. You want a bag of coke that lasts you 10 minutes? 50 bucks. You want an Adderall that lasts you eight hours? Seven dollars. <laughs> like, you can't beat it. You know how you much a, a relationship with Jesus costs? Probably a Literally lot, bro. zero. No, dollars. Bible's like 13 dollars. <laughs> Literally zero dollars. You could get one right now if you tried worked, hard enough. I worked on set, and this one, like, one of the sound guys was like, dude, I just came from this job where literally they had a guy who was just the drug guy. He went around and was like, you need anything? anything? I heard that. Really? That's I heard me. Yeah, like, on, like, on like, yeah, like, like, on, a, on like a big like studio production. There's a guy, this is your guy. whose job it is <laughs> is to just give. We you were drugs. talking about that on the way here. I was like, honestly, I hope we get in this podcast and like you guys, you know. Because I was like, I hope that these guys are on that level. Because I pretty, I picture Yo, that's, that's how party. it is in Hollywood. Like you're hanging around and everybody's like, <laughs> like they're not like even secrete about it. Like you know, like secret, secrete. And I'm like, you know, like all those things. They're like, Yo. <laughs> Coke, <laughs> weed, weed, Xanax, anybody? Nope. I've actually never taken any drugs in my life. No, stop. What do you no, mean? In, no, in Brazil, no, I, I came very fucking close because um, it was actually one year ago. Uh, my wife and I had to go back to Brazil because we actually had to register our marriage now to the state. So um, we go. And uh, in uh, Brazil, they have this berry that's known as uh, jibuchicaba, and it's like this grape that grows actually on the bark of the tree. And uh, I tried the jelly. It's very, very good, but they also make whiskey and wine out of it. So I wanted to try that. So when we found it, we were going to this barbecue, um, but none of the guests or the girls, they were all like moms, and it was just like a casual <laughs> thing. It's just like, oh, nobody wants to try it. All right. Then I put it, I just like leave it off to the side. But what ends up happening was at the end of the day, um, the one the baby breaks the bottle of Jabuchicaba whiskey, oh. so the glasses everywhere, and uh, of course uh, we're trying to clean it up. And I didn't have anything to drink that day, so what the mom does, she puts the broken glass on top of the table, and we just get all the little miscellaneous pieces, and then she wets down the entire patio, and I slip, oh, no. and then I go like this. As hard like to catch myself, but it goes through my fucking hand, <laughs> and I cut and I cut um, both my, uh, oh. my both my fingers, and I was in shock. Uh, it was so bad, and, and like um, I almost passed out, and there was a f- so much blood, and I'm getting seven stitches. And um, was that the I, recent injury that you put on Instagram and stuff? Yeah, that was like a throwback <laughs> saying, oh, for those of you who don't remember this, because uh, everything there, like it's free uh, healthcare and everything like that, but getting the um, the, the the shots to actually numb the pain before they even put the stitches in i was like uh, i couldn't even like function like i had to bite down on a fucking rope um but if you do get a chance definitely drink the jibuchicaba wine because like <laughs> uh, i did I, I was in so much pain i drank the whole bottle and i'm like i, I need some yeah. fucking pot right now <laughs> and my wife says i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> and i said no it is a great idea yeah, why would you say it's a bad idea <laughs> were you bugging out <laughs> i was i was so fucking like in shock and mad like I was I was white whiter than this shirt. All the blood ran out of my body, and I was like making a, such a tight fist. And I was getting not even very drunk. It's good wine, but it's like it's no alcohol content. But um, 
I really wanted uh, to smoke some pot, and I'd never done it before. And I'm like, what better time than that literally I'm about to smoke pot? Yeah, well, that, that's time. why she said this is not a good idea because this is really not a good this time to be. This all over the floor. He wants some fucking drugs. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go to the hospital. I mean, so we, no we went immediately to the hospital. <laughs> I ended up getting something down. like prescribed like their version of ibuprofen. It was very weak. Yeah. It, it was really sick. But, man, I came close. I really wanted to smoke <laughs> some pot. I would have done coke right then and there if I had to. It, was, it hurt so fucking bad. So you've never done anything? Not one. One drug, not even a mushroom, and I see it on TV Would you all like the to? time. I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's just like yeah. hanging out with us, bro. You're thinking school. about I'm it. not in high school anymore. Like, uh, right. I'm oh, gonna get in trouble. Like, is it yeah. really that big of a deal? No, no. But no, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I'm just a clean guy. But when you see it in so many Netflix movies, how fun it actually looks. It's just like, why not? Have you ever done a, like any sort of drug movie before? You've been in a lot of stuff. A drug movie. Yeah, like um, a movie about drugs. Like you never had. Drugs. You've been a cop. Yeah, I've been <laughs> a cop countless this times. Is probably so that's good. why you're this fucking nuts. This is probably nerd. a good point <laughs> to do like inter- introductions for everyone. Oh yeah, we didn't do. Any- oh yeah. All right. So welcome to Rizzo on the Move, guys. <laughs> hey guys yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 All my New York people. Yeah. Coming in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hi, honey. You might recognize this guy. Episode thirty-one. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm back. Episode thirty-one. Brought some friends. What's going on? Chris Ambrosio. Chris Ambrosio, Mike. Hi, what's up? I'm Mike. Tell your mother I'll be home later. <laughs> <laughs> um, guy, so, uh, well, no. Yo, Nat, your show, dude. My bad for like hopping on. No, oh, dude. Just, like, yeah, calm down over there. That five hour energy, you guys. Yeah. Oh, I had a five hour energy Red Bull, a little beef jerky. I have a milkshake in the car. I thought it would be too weird to bring in. Yeah, two actually, Nietzsche books. I got a <laughs> watch for I bought you a Nietzsche. <laughs> I bought you a Michael Hapooch. <laughs> so, Phil. Yeah. What uh, made you want to bring these guys on? How did this all happen? It was really well. Uh, uh, Chris here, like uh, he just seemed like uh, like I I couldn't have been more impressed with how ambitious he is to really uh, take it upon himself to become self educated and put so much work into creating not just one but two scripts. And what we're actually working on right now is a proof of concept, just like a, a slither of a day in this character's life, Frank. Um, compared to his master script, which is what it's his passion, he really wants to have produced. But in order to get that one done, I think, like Chris, if I step step out, let no, me know. You're doing great. Man. That uh, <laughs> in order to produce uh, the the feature film, we got to pr- he's got to prove himself, and uh, uh, that's what we're going to be doing uh, come next week. And okay. I definitely had to introduce him to you guys because he, like, just what you like the moves you guys have been making and how like impressed. I've been with what you guys have done in the past year. This guy, I, I felt personally, he fit right in with what you guys want to do for sure. Always good to meet other filmmakers. Yeah. And actually, I don't want to keep tooting my horn because who cares? You know, we're doing it. But <laughs> I actually like the way that the script fell into Phil's hands. I don't know who his cousin is. <laughs> yeah. I just made a post. Uh, All of a sudden, this guy's emailing me like, yo, someone sent me a script. I'm like, Hitting you I'm up, not doing anything. I just <laughs> like, I'm hitting you up to play the my resume. Break. Take a look at my headshot if I'm what you're looking for. I don't know. And I did, I've been like using these, I run like this Facebook page called like New York Production Crews, like 500, 600 members, we have 400, 500, some number like that. And um, I started posting their posts because like I just, I've been writing for a long time now, but then I just was like, you know what? I'm tired of waiting around. I'm going to make this myself. Like how much could it really cost to do like a really like small, like little uh, sh- uh, short film? So I make a post like looking for actors, 20 people send in, he's one of them. No, People aren't bad. But nobody was this guy good, and I was like, I was like, well, who's this guy? Like, what? Like, no way, this guy just <laughs> like wait a second. Sent into is that the cop from Good Times? <laughs> <laughs> and the, it's funny, it's like there's like four, there's like four main videos on Phil's website. Like you can watch like little 
yeah. clips of him in his acting. Like, not like a real, but just like little clips of like, and like I watched the one of him in like a, like a, like a, like a stop and shop or like, you know, like a, like a, oh, yeah, a, a I'm trying to think of the word, crusher, like a, just yeah, like yeah. a grocery store. And he's like saying just the line, like, and there's like a part where like any other like small actor would be like, insert shitty dialogue here. But yeah. he just looks at her and he's just like, I took a pause. He just looked at her, bro. And yeah. I was like, it was I was a, like, ooh, that fire, yeah. bro. I was like, what? You took Where'd a that beat. beat come I from? did. I did. Yes. That, that was Chuck. some, like, that was some classical uh, community college uh, checkoff theater training right there. <laughs> and I America. felt that, man. I felt that. Shout Chuck. out, Orange County Community College. Chuck, can you hear me? Someone's commenting. I just can't read it from here. And the Apple TV shut off. This podcast looks like it smells. Like right <laughs> no. Oh. Like, there's like, you got good eyes. There's like six comments. I, I don't know. You know how you know how you know this podcast smell? Me and Mike, so we're setting up like the set for the sh- for the film we're doing, and me and this kid Mike painted a couch yeah. all day in my, my dad's garage. Couch. Just painted, painted a couch. Painted, couch? painted this Some, couch. Like, Christmas fabric paint we got in that garage, <laughs> and we were just sitting there like mad smelly all day, just painted a couch. <laughs> Yo, dude. We sat out there. <laughs> How do you paint the wait? Paint so, the couch. All right. Paint. So like side here. story. Here we go. Oh yeah. So side story. Yeah. Let's get yeah. this. Tell Continue. The couch. So I donation. So we get this. So I'm looking for because I'm trying to do like a little bit like the main, the main headquarters in the Degenerates, which is what we're working on, mm-hmm. is a thing called a shop, and it's like the main character Frank's like lair. Like he has his unfinished car in there. He has like posters on the wall, like all his beer cans, bong and stuff. Even though this guy doesn't do drugs, but. The, re- the Frank, in my head, does a lot of drugs just <laughs> to procrastinate himself. So we got this, like, in the garage, <laughs> there's, like, a couch like this almost. But we couldn't find that couch last minute. So we, I found a Craigslist that some dude's, like, giving away a bunch of shit in his house. So I call him, and I'm like, can I have that couch? And he's like, <laughs> well, we're asking for a $20 donation for that couch. So I'm like, oh, it's probably donating to, like, the church or something. And, like, we get there. It's like, <laughs> this fucking, it's like, guy that's 45-year-old dude <laughs> getting divorced. It's a big-ass mansion just empty. And there's just a couch in there. And he's like, I'm like, yo, you, like, here's a 20 UX. We're like, what are you, like, who are you donating this to, we're bro? We're donating like, to his wife's like, alimony payments. <laughs> so we get this couch. And he's like, that's what do you guys? you buy the hotel room. <laughs> We get this couch, man. This guy's like, what are you guys doing? Filming porn? And we're like, nah. He's like, well, I was in the video business. We're like, ew. <laughs> this couch has been we're, fucked we on. Want, yeah. We're still oh, going to take it. Couch? What kind of couch did you get me, man? <laughs> nah, don't worry. We cleaned something it all. Dirty. We flipped but the actually, cushion. this couch is cool <laughs> because it's money like in a circle. Like, any oh, coins? We found something worse than money. Don't, all right. <laughs> we found the exact opposite of money. Not a good surprise. I used condoms? Condoms. Wait, a shit? No. No, we actually found nothing in the couch. It was actually surprisingly clean. And it came with three pillows. Huh? I That's dug nice. my hand. There's nothing. Yeah, there's in nothing there. in there. I mean, there's a little dirty now as we like rolled it around to like get like the feel of like. So what color was it before we painted it? Okay, so no, we didn't paint the couch. It's still the couch from the front. So what we did, so like after the cold open in my script, it superimposes the title, the the degenerates. But we thought it'd be a cool idea to write the, the, the so this couch spins. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mo- normal couches don't swivel. It's like a circle. And this couch is this couch. That's swivels. what it is. It's a circle. Yeah, it's a circle, it's a circle and then it spins. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like so it's more like a chair, but we could definitely cram and people. And we thought on. it was like a cute cool shit right there. Oh no, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. This guy was in the porno industry. He has we good knew. couches. He's like, I do videos. My couch spins. <laughs> get that one eighty degree optimal so, angles to break like the uh, fourth wall a little bit. We have like so like. After the cold open, as the cold open ends, the three characters, two of them leave, and it's left with AJ on the couch. And when he gets up, the couch is going to spin, and we just wrote the word degenerates on the back of it, and it's going to superimpose onto the screen from oh. the back of the couch. 
But uh, we like wrote it in like rainbow paint. Like yeah. we spent like hours just yeah. painting this couch looked, today. We were finished. I looked at my phone. It was four forty. I think I got there probably at like before twelve. One. Oh wait, before twelve. Yeah, picked, oh yeah. I got in my car eleven forty. So we <laughs> spent probably about four hours painting one word on one couch. <laughs> what kind of brushes did you guys have? We like had three big brushes, but yeah. we were just we would just we put so much effort into it. it. Just show them the pictures. Just pass if, <laughs> oh yo. If, oh, my phone's over there behind that couch. Rizzo. One, two. Hey, Rizzo, let me know when you oh, want there to we uh, go. have me read this. Yeah, yeah, go. Re- what, what are they saying? Okay. Comment break. So, mm. first of all, Super up. Craig 12 is saying uh, Viper Studios lit, Rizzo Pod <laughs> lit, <laughs> Tommy lit, and oh, then <laughs> Snot Rag. Is that what? Am I Snot Rag? <laughs> Who's Snot Rag? I think rag. I'm Snot Rag. All right, so Snot Rag, whoever you are, is saying <laughs> I'm smoking weed. And have some yeah, shrooms you. in my pocket. Yo, yo, come through. Yo, come through. We're on a podcast right now. That would be it's, perfect it's time like to do some shrooms. It's like they just heard us. I'm like, I had to watch this. This guy's going to show his neck out on shrooms. Like, what's inside? <laughs> Are you like a pinata? And then, yo, Snot Rag, if you're still there, saying uh, he's scratching his ass. And then Super Craig 12 says... I'm glad we stopped to read these. I'm though. assing my scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that dude, yo. I'm assing my scratch. <laughs> Uh, I think this is good for you, Chuck. Like, like you should be the comment well, guy. I love your, <laughs> your, your oh. delivery is perfect. I'll be the comment guy. <laughs> yeah. like, let me know when we read this essay. Like, 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 six or seven. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. All right, let's go. Let's uh, a cute little video of the couch. Let's get on a timeline. What do you got? Here's you got to share. The, the, ca- the painted couch. That's the couch. Uh, oh, you're the famous couch? Yeah, pass couch. that around. You know, that's what we that. did. So, like, here's like a thing. Oh, it's a chair. That's, yeah, it's like a. I call like a that a big chair. ass chair. Like a two person chair. You know? That big yeah, ass chair. Well, it's like a love seat if you want to get really lovey. Oh, that's pretty freaking cool. That's, that's a big ass chair. Press the little play button on that shit. Okay, so just um, for my own sake, Chris, yes. you're a director, Alrighty. filmmaker. Yes. Phil is an actor. That's tight, man. I like this. Joe's podcaster. Awesome Mike, what? What do you do, Mike? What do I do? Well. I'm like, uh, well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Mike does the same thing. Mike does, yeah, we're like partners. Mike does the same thing. We're just, we just decided for our first project, we're gonna like share the project, like the collaboration, like to like start and stuff. Yeah, uh, because we both written like a good share. uh, We made these characters probably about like uh, two years ago, both me and Chris, and then we both wrote like our own versions of episodes. Like, I think he (coughs) wrote like four episodes. I wrote like I wrote like four episodes, and then over like the course of like a year, like the ideas were just fermenting in our head, and like. When it came to a point, Chris was like, let's fucking make the movie. Because I couldn't. Then, it's like, yeah, it's the first time you've got to have sex. It. It's like, it needs to happen. Like, <laughs> so, it was just like, let's just do this shit. So it's a show or a movie? Well, it started as a show, but then, like, as, like, the ideas came through and we were able to see the bigger picture, Chris was able to take the um, episodes that we wrote and basically uh, did a very good job with this. Is, uh condense the vibe more than the story because it's all about the vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, Especially for the proof of concept. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he was able to, like... um boil down the vibe of like all these episodes a little closer oh boil down the vibe of, of all these episodes into a feature length movie and then was able to boil it down even further into like a twenty like a 23 a 30 page strip oh yeah this is like 30 so pages now. yeah to be able to boil down like the, the vibe of something to like 23 pages is like quite impressive that's why phil yeah. made me laugh the first time we read it because at first me and him were like a little like missing each other like one email like next like seven days goes by another email and he was like i don't know I read it and I was like, what the fuck am I getting into? Because when I wrote this, I, and I like that because that's what I wrote because I got tired of following the rules because like, another funny Adderall story, <laughs> yeah. working up five in the morning, get home from work five at night, 
gotta write this script because I just had met um, a real producer for the first time. He was like, "Yo, I've done this, this, this." James Franco, blah, 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 dropping names. You know, I, <laughs> I send him the first. I send him the first act of the Degenerates feature. He's like, "Love this dude," but Chris, who's working every day in the union, paying for an apartment and shit, couldn't write as much as I can. He's like, "I love this first act. When can I read the rest?" And I'm like, "When I write it." <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, "I need Adderalls. Get all the Adderall I can." Bro. I write. I literally write this 156 page script in eight days. He reads it. He's like, "I love it. I love this." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Not gonna answer you ever again, though." But I love it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "What yeah. the fuck, dude?" I love this. This could be huge. Like, never like, answer. I would like to be non-false. Yeah, like. like I, and I hear that's like what happens a lot in this business. It's like, yo, we love this, but like, it's not Transformers Forty Seven, so we can't do it. You know, yeah. all the time, man. I can't imagine James Cameron yes. directing it. So where where like, do both your guys? I'll get both your stories. What's your background first? We'll start with Chris. Background as in like, I'm what a, did you? I'm Italian. <laughs> no, like, where did where, your skin come from? Yeah, you, gr- uh, you know, my mom. <laughs> you grew up out where? You I know? grew up in Park Slope, and then when I was twelve, I moved to Annadale, which is where this little film takes place in Annandale, Staten Island, New York. Mm-hmm. So growing up in Staten Island, it's very, it's a forgotten borough, number one. Forgotten borough, shitty borough, but I, yeah. I've i learned to love it. It's very unique. Even though people hate on it, it's probably because they're not from there and they just hear stories, you know. Um, or the so lack of their stories. So. The lack of stories. Like, yeah, yeah, I went to Staten Island, busted my tire, never going back yeah. there. <laughs> you know, we have we have malls everywhere. I got there. Staten Island. All, all I, I know about Staten Island is the ferry. The worst the fucking toll bridge, the Verrazano Bridge. I love Number that one reason to not to go to Staten Island. Yeah, it's seventeen dollars now, yo, crazy. <laughs> but actually, it's funny because I had like uh, so like how they promoted Harold and Kumar is like um I forgot what the exact studio that did Harold and Kumar, but like I think it was New Line Cinemas. They like so. rented out this parking lot and they gave out White Castle burgers to like forty thousand people, or they oh gave out God. forty thousand burgers to like that number, like however many people those forty thousand burgers given out. So I was like. For the degenerates, our promotion is going to be we're going to take everybody on a ferry ride. <laughs> like, that was like, and that's where the movie, that's where the bar is based off of. Like, everybody look. Like, you know, like, what else can you that's do? On Staten and they jack the prices up now. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you got to pay to get off the boat. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Inflated you got to pay for the tour so, to end. Growing up on Staten Island, like, yeah. everybody knows the drug problem we have. So that's kind of like where this came from. I was trying to take, like, because everybody's like, oh, stop doing heroin and stop doing this. It's like killing people. But it's like, it's kind of like when you, Parents are like do something. They're like, I don't want to fucking tell me. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to stop doing drugs. If you told me to. <laughs> so I was like, let me just try to make something that hits on it. Like, yo, this is a fucking problem. But like, try to show it like without trying to be like, just stop doing drugs. It's kind of like, haha, drugs are bad. Like little little haha in front of it. Maybe people will listen. Yeah, it's a you very pointless. You got a movie. message behind it. Yeah, I got. You, I got you don't specifically want to be the characters in the movie, but you could point and laugh at them all the same. Be like, ha ha, look at that guy. Yeah, 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 man. It's like it's like a scary thing. Like I've had a few friends die from it. I've had a few friends that are still on drugs. Yeah. I've had a drug thing. I was making a joke about it now because I'm good, mm-hmm. but like it gets you. It creeps up on you. It's like yo, it's everywhere. Heroin's everywhere, yeah, man. man. I mean, no, I mean like I haven't had a heroin problem, but like you know what I mean. But uh, drugs in general, yeah. Just yeah. in general, just drugs probably aren't the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Not you consider weed like, a drug? Nah. Yeah. Weed, 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 your fucking plant, annoying right? uncle. Like, it's a plant. <laughs> I mean, but where does the plant thing end? Because opium's a plant. Yeah. Well, those things know? are good for you, but like medicinally, not when they're like parsley is a stuff plant. And, Poison ivy is a plant. Yeah. True. Can you smoke that? She's also a DC. Character. Probably can. I know if yeah. smoke oregano. So, what's good? What's bad? I don't know. I don't know. I'm chronic and blunt man. We're <laughs> also blunt man and chronic. The cock knocker. <laughs> I don't do drugs, but I drink about five Mountain Dews before I get out of bed. <laughs> See, know? like that's so probably worse for you than to that so hard. You know what's the worst drug ever, though? It kills you slowly, but cigarettes. Yeah. 
Oh, cigarettes yeah. fucking gross. I mean, you you stink. No, <laughs> nah, Taco Bell. Taco Bell's delicious. I don't think I've had a cigarette in like maybe two, maybe closer to smoke, two months. Smoke, 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 smoke. Oh, smoke. you were smoking, Phil? Yeah, for a while. Like uh, I took up smoking because I quit drinking for a while, mm. and uh, that lasted for almost four years. And um, then I got married. So uh, in Brazil, they actually have real tobacco. So their cigarettes are actually very sweet when you compare them to like American cigarettes. Like American cigarettes are trash. Mm-hmm. These are actually like good quality. Just like you only need like maybe one or two a day, you're fine. And so I was actually on those for maybe a good six months into my marriage, and mm-hmm. just it was getting too much because like I felt it like uh, my uh, my voiceover, everything, my pup- puppeteering, any type of like even singing. I like I feel like that really took away a lot of my like uh, singing range as well. So. Somewhere in the last like year, I really, I, I really, uh, ever since actually our reading of Fireland, um, I really had, I really held to my own conviction to like, what am, am, am I going to at least take myself seriously? Because if I don't, nobody else will. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's a, cha- it's a challenge, but I have to be in full control of it. So uh, quitting uh, smoking, even stop drinking almost completely, and like hitting the gym, like back to basics, like college football training i've been doing that for the last four months and uh, i saw you sweat the shit out of your bed the other day <laughs> oh that i actually i caught a i caught a cold and i i lost seven pounds just from sleeping <laughs> that's the best isn't it? <laughs> yeah. seven pounds of sweat. Hurt his neck from that sleeping. was so like oh my god that was so bad i only got like five hours of sleep uh all last week it was so bad yeah um, what i've what i've like obtained from like what you just said is are you a puppeteer I am, yeah. Wow, yeah, you don't hear that every day, people. Stay tuned. <laughs> Yo, we no, used to, I don't know. It's when like, we were younger, we used to make fun of Mike like, for making puppets. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know how to cook, yeah. but Phil am I a it. chef? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? What, 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 what is a puppeteer? Uh, puppeteer works with puppets, no? Well, it's like you know Muppet style. Like they were literally full body puppets, yeah. and uh, I was actually uh, um, working you the with them. Or were you uh, just a physical man? I in college, I I wrote my own show, and I actually tried to get that on its feet recently. And I uh, just need to get five more songs finished, and then the story, the the show is ready to actually get produced. Yeah. So, uh, um, that uh, the everything has to be made, the puppets have to be made, all that stuff. But my experience in puppetry after college, um, actually was with a muppeteer, Bill Diamond, and uh, he actually has like 30 or 40, 50 characters, like a full studio production company, um, Bill Diamond Studios in Cornwall, New York. And uh, my also friend Nino Navalino also oh. develops. Nino and builds, Navalino. Yeah, he builds. He's That's an armorer. He builds puppets for Sesame Street, things like that. Like wow. he, they actually know how to do these actual live, huge, big puppets. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I never really had the opportunity to really do any voices for any of those characters. But uh, I did learn um, how to do puppetry for the camera, yeah. and I was able to operate one hand while working with a partner Ooh. and just t- turning this creature into one. Mm-hmm moving thing but i only had to focus on the hand but mm-hmm. you could tell like if it didn't really uh contribute to what the character was doing or anything like that so i had to be very patient and pick when to actually move my hand and yeah. things like that you had to be very patient so i got to learn that at bill diamond studios dude that's sick do you yeah. have any like characters that like you've made yourself because i'm wondering if you could do some of the voices um, for us right now <laughs> i was just gonna say hit us with a voice y'all. Well, yeah well like i said smoking kind of fucked everything up a little bit but um like uh, us like a Mickey give Mouse. us a little character bio. Like this guy's uh-huh. Nancy, and he talks like this. Oh, well, you got the guy Leo Two Tails, right? Oh. He's like this kind of guy who's just like very positive. But the thing is, he was born with two tails, right? And he's oh. kind of he's, he's kind of <laughs> like a little shy about it. So he's like this not a really kangaroo looking guy. And also, I wouldn't even 
even say he's like a mousy kind of guy. He's just <laughs> he's just Leo. So yeah. he just, so he kind of does his own thing. But nobody could play the drums like this guy. I'm telling you because he's ambidextrous. Oh. Like an octopus, literally, <laughs> but like a septopus because he's got four. He's got yeah. He's got four appendages plus two tails. So yeah, like a septopus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I would clap that up. You got yeah. any evil characters? Can you do like an evil voice? Evil. Ooh. Uh. Jesus, man! You'll never play the drums. He's like showing his full oh, range right now. No, I'm like yeah. I, I did a, I, I did Sam Elliott recently. I'm like, Jesus, it was like 120 degrees in the shade, man. <laughs> you have no idea how fucking desperate you are so when Tom you are thirsty. <laughs> so a crocodile, he bit me on the face. And he was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a little Sam. You ever Elliott. see uh, the movie, the show Kidding with Jim Carrey? I uh, yeah, that's it. another reason why I really wanted to start getting into stand up comedy because you have all these actors who are really just performing as stand up comedians. And when I actually tried stand up comedy, it was just like just talking about whatever was like on my mind at the time. And uh, yeah, like uh, kidding right now is a uh, kind of like this uh, Mr. Rogers style Mr. Pickles character. Mm. Um, and they have their own studio, and they're like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, that mm. was on Amazon Prime. No, right? Showtime. Amazon Showtime. Showtime. Oh, yeah. that's I you saw it too. Yeah, because it's on Showtime. How have you not seen that? It's good. I want so to. good. It's a little weird. It's dark. <laughs> They got a little puppetry in there, but it's pretty cool. It's a oh, dark they show. They got ukulele. They call them. That <laughs> was ukulele. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just like everybody else seems to be doing all these things that I really want to do, but I'm. Oh and it, it boils your right blood, now. I right? work at Costco. Don't ever work at Costco, guys. Don't 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 let them buy your dreams away. Yeah, <laughs> I work at I work at Starbucks. I'll fucking make you a cappuccino. You know. Cappuccino. You're a barista. You got a day job, Mike. I work at the Metropolitan Opera. Whoa. Do you really? That's yeah. dope. That is a great job, man. No, it's not. You get to, you get to listen to the shows like yeah, it's the for opera. Fourteen right? hours a day, you get to listen to opera music that you don't know. You get home at like twelve, got to wake up at five thirty. That's uh, so. Is it Union <laughs> Local One or something yeah, like local that? Local One, like right. My dad's oh my been working there for twenty. Well, when I started there, it was twenty-seven years. I know. I've I think it's, his years. name is Tim. Jeez. Like, yeah. like an actual guy named Tim. He I'll just last dad, year had a baby. My dad's the shop steward, so like he probably knows Tim. Damn. Yeah, he's an Irish guy. He's like maybe thirty-three. Had his first baby last year. Oh, yo, what's his last name? A Tim. I don't know. Hey, like yo, Tim. Tim. Actually, uh, uh, my cousin who actually got me this script. Um, I know that guy Tim through that family because uh, we had our ugly uh, Christmas sweater party Wait, upstate. So that guy makes all the connections. <laughs> yeah, bro. That guy's the Tim puppet master. Tim's a man. But yeah, uh, I could ask him if he knows a guy named Tim. <laughs> no, no, old. no. It'll be a lot easier. Just say who here actually has met this guy, and just like <laughs> you have it be in my headshot, and it's like, oh me. Did yeah, you I just have a baby? <laughs> Is your name Tim? Actually, it's Tom. But Yo, you know this guy Phil. This guy's like, I don't know who you're talking to. Never seen my own money. I've never seen it before in my life. All right, let me bring this back. Where were we before? All right. So, yo, have you guys, did you grow up making movies, like YouTube videos, stuff like fun that? Fun fact about us. Well, fun fact about me. We yeah. tried. I watched no movies. I watched no television. Oh, I watched you this. You I watched those filmmakers? Yeah, I watched, like, the same 15 movies over and over in the same four shows from start to finish. Like, I don't really stray away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are those movies and shows, though? <coughs> liar, liar. Are <coughs> any of them about <coughs> cooking? <coughs> Pulp no, <laughs> no, like real quick. You talk about cooking twice. My dad is Shannon Ambrosio. Has used to have a show on Food Network or like cooking channel, cooking channel, and he's a chef. Like he's chef things. We talk about it twice, mm -hmm. and like that's kind of like the first time I ever got into like like I traveled with them for like a month on his show, and I was like a PA, and like I made friends with camera dudes and stuff. And I was like, I write scripts, because like growing up, mad emotional little kid. I was a mad emotional little kid. And I found my outlet through like writing like poems comics and then all of a sudden i found like my real voice in writing film 
Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I like I'm not even a film fan. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I like movies though. Like I like I yeah. can watch Pulp Fiction all day. I can watch No Country for Old Men all day. I can watch Blade all Blade. day, <laughs> bro. Nonstop. The club music from Blade. I will Kills put on it, for bro. like five hours straight. Kills it. And Kills it's it. So good. You can't watch Blade because I literally recite every <laughs> line. I was just about to say he will watch the movie with you in real time and read like like. <laughs> He's gonna say this. He's gonna say that, and he mm-hmm. waits and he waits for the whole movie. Motherfuckers always trying to ice skate up. Yo, uphill. literally, I get to the end of the movie. I'm like, some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate up. Hill. I'm like, that's my man Wesley. Four blades. <laughs> no, nah, there's three. And three blades. Nah, there's there's one. one. There's blade one, two, blade tr- blade trinity. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. And then there was underworld. That's a totally separate that's universe, separate. right? Yeah, no, yeah, I, get, I get them mixed up. I haven't seen. There's like there's like there's one movie that's like canon, and it's like the fake Wesley Snipes, and it's called like. Blade, how, Blade House of Chithon mm. or Chithin or something like that. And, it's and just, he's bald and he doesn't have the flat top. Yeah, he's bald. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh. and it's basically just a remake of the... It's like if they took the opening to Blade 2 and just made it like a 45-minute movie, that's what that is. The, Chris uh, came... Uh, he was like, I have the four-pack disc of all the, uh, of the, the Blade saga. And I was like, I got Blade 1, Blade 2, and Blade Trinity and Blade... Whatever and that just is, just close like, the oh, door. We're not watching that one. And I was like, "Why? Because the guy's bald." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> that was my only gripe with it. I was like, "He's bald." He's <laughs> not Wesley if he doesn't have the flat top. Oh, it's funny. Then, <laughs> then he was like, he gets kicked on the ground for like twenty minutes. Blade, that doesn't happen to Blade. That doesn't happen to Blade. Blade gets kicked twice, drinks some blood, and he's like, Blade so not Recently, kicked. I was like, how could I Day reinvent walk. Blade in my mind? And I was like, I'm not gonna Day call him walk. Wesley anymore. I'm gonna call him Wesley. 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 I'm calling him Wesley Snipes. Sometimes, sometimes I call Chris White Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's my goal. I have to make like Blade brown. Seven. And I'm the main character. Like. <laughs> like, my Wesley. tattoos don't match his, but I'm just like, let's get this money. Like, <laughs> let's there, some there's shit. a movie though, Wesley Snipes is in, uh, with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, it's called uh, fuck in that movie, Demolition Man. Demolition Man, yes. and he, oh, it might as well movie. be a Blade movie because he just goes around like, I don't give a fuck, and like, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Yo, best That's Wesley great. Snipes movie ever. Let's all say at the same time. Come on. White man can't jump. White man can't jump. White man can't jump. White man can't. That's why Mike's my partner. I said it before you did. I know. Yo, honestly, no, though, the I was thinking I of U.S. Marshals, like the second one. You would have been wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you would have. I'm glad you weren't thinking of that. Oh wait, has anybody? Well, they were in. I think it was called uh, not Tomcats. Uh, what was it? They played football when they were kids. It, uh, Goldie Hawn was the coach, and uh, that was. Um, uh, oh my God! What is it? Uh, You're asking the wrong guy. No. Oh my God! I can't. Like Tommy, I'm you don't know this. I can't help right you out either. Nobody else has seen this movie. That Wesley Snipes was a star running back. Is it, if it's a sport movie, no. Yeah, I was going to say, it. we don't talk about sports <laughs> Who's the actor yeah. who's really awesome, but he loves marijuana, and he's, he talks like a country guy? Every you want. No, like, help me out here. Oh. Tip of the tongue. I can't say his name. I forgot. No. Uh, Ed Helms. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Billy no, no, no. Marlon Brando. Uh, no, no, no. Billy Come. Bob Thornton? Billy it wasn't Billy Bob Thornton. Like, he got his big break on Cheers. He was the bartender. Oh, yo, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, thank uh, you. The same guy that was in White Man Harrelson. Can't Jump. Oh, wow. So, uh, Woody Harrelson <laughs> was in White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, him and yeah. Wesley Snipes met on this football movie. I think it was called, I thought it might have been Tomcats, but I, I don't think that's it. It was something like that. Something, something like that, yeah, right? Yeah. But, uh, I'll look it up. We'll get, back, we'll get back to you, folks. Our fact checkers. So, yeah, Woody, I can't speak. believe I forgot Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Can I make a podcast joke? But yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Is that your Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. Hey, pull uh, Chuck, up. pull that up. We say, we say that all the time where it's like, who's ever off camera is Jamie. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Jamie and pulled, you call him Jamie. Jamie, pull up that guy that lost his keys on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so Chris doesn't watch movies. Mike, what about you? Me? I would watch 
well, actually, this is how I got into writing things down, is uh, I would go to church every, like, Friday, because my school would make you go to church every Friday. Catholic school I was going to ask if that was, like, an optional thing. No, I did that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, uh, I would go there, and I'd be so bored, and church would never end. So I'd just sit there, and I'd daydream. And then after three years of that, I was like, I should write down some of these things, I think. (laughs) One time, randomly, I was hanging out. Like, this is literally, like, eight years ago, talking to Chris, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to write, like, a comp book or something. It was like, bro, I want to write comp books, too. And that's how we got into this. And now it's eight years later. I had, like, four followers on Twitter because I used to have, like, a Twitter for anything. I was like, bro, look me on Twitter. I have my comics on there. (laughs) This guy told me, yo, look me up up on the internet, bro. My thing's called Yim Yai. I looked it up. It didn't exist. I was like, bro, I can't find it. He was like, I was like, but did you check my Twitter? He was like, did you look at my Twitter? I was like, bro, I did a deep dive for, like, a few days. I was like, this thing doesn't exist. I heard Geek Squad to look you up. They couldn't find it. (laughs) They just rebuilt my computer and charged me $400. By now. <laughs> Eight years later, I'm still looking for Yim Yai on Twitter. Yo, it's really been like, I know it doesn't seem like a long time, but like for us, because like we're like young dudes, yo, we've been doing this for like seven years. I have no traction. No traction. No traction. I feel the exact same way. Hydro really. like, the one yeah. break, it's like me working at Starbucks, saving my money. Like that's the one yeah. break, yo. Hydro you got to make your own success, break. You're man. swimming against the current in the middle of the ocean. You go like 10 meters in 10 years. It's, uh, it's horrible. Yeah, but like now, like now that we're finally here, like we're hitting it full force. I'm doing shit that I never thought I could do. Well, I mean, that's Wild what it comes cats. down to. Wildcats. Isn't that that high school music shit? What's the wildcat? Always the wildcat. <laughs> Wildcats, that's right. That was Woody Harrelson and uh, Wesley Snipes. There you First go. Film. Wesley, Wesley. Shout out to Woody and Wesley. That was, was, was Wesley. Goldie Hawn, great coach. O- always bet on black. That was probably one of the coolest lines. Right? <laughs> that's from that movie? Everyone says that, always bet on always black. Bet on, I always use it when I go to yeah. casinos or wherever. Does it work? <laughs> is that that movie where that dude, where that d- the coach is like yelling at the kid and he's like blindfolded and there's like someone on his back and he's no, like walking that, you're thinking of, uh, That's the Christian movie. I saw a Christian movie in my school like that. He's like, keep going! Keep going! Keep going! He's like, yards. look where you are! Look where yards. you are! No, no, no. Yeah, bro, he's he's like, like, I want you to do 20 yards. He does the whole fucking football. Yeah, bro, he rips the fucking blindfold. Look where you are! You can do this with your eyes open! He's like, I can. I feel the Lord. And the whole the whole time the the the, the boys like in the stands are like he ain't gonna do it. And all of a sudden he's like, uh, he oh, did it. He did it. He went and did Yo, it. He did a hundred yards. Johnny's boy did it. Back um, on ma- all fours. A major. Oh, you know what that movie was called? It's called Facing the Giants. I remember. And the plot of that movie was this guy his um his dick doesn't work, so he can't get his wife pregnant. <laughs> and the solution Sick. is he coaches this sports game through the power of the Lord. And by the end, his penis works again. So if you ever have a problem with erectile dysfunction, you you should coach a high school sport with the power of the Lord, and then maybe you will be blessed. A high school sport is... See, movies like that get made. (laughs) Exactly. We struggle with anyone even... Not only that, it's actually quoted on, like, YouTube's motivational motivational videos. That A clip from that movie is in, like, every single YouTube clip. That's crazy. Of motivational speakers. (laughs) (laughs) You want to land a job and not be a junkie anymore? Watch this. (laughs) What was the first thing you ever wrote? Do you remember? Yo, Whoa, tell tell bro, it's a fucking Yo, relic, bro. Yeah, we have like this 492 page <laughs> <laughs> called High and Dry. Yo, and it's like typed re- out in Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft Word. Microsoft like 42 font, like in some parts <laughs> are, like in red. Like, dude, we Yo. should put this part in red, right? Because it's like supposed to be like crazy, like Yo, darn dark, like, right? A thousand <laughs> scenes. Oh man! Oh my God, dude. So the first thing we ever wrote was called "High and Dry," and that was like when Shout like, out that's high when and I dry. realized that like I don't think I was like I don't Never think because my brain works the way people. Me brain and Chris works. had this conversation <laughs> about like I wanted to write comics, he wanted to write comics, and then eventually we we're like, let's write a movie together. 
and then um, over the Xbox Live while playing like Minecraft, yeah. we wrote an entire movie. I was and like, like the notes on your iPhone, and then I was like, I got this. I can write a script. I yeah. know I can. And then we got, I like was like, I don't have. I have pages. Like, like how do you write a script, yo? Like, I, I was like twelve or thirteen at the time. Chris was I don't know. You're like four like years fi- older like than me. Fifteen or sixteen. So like. We're blind leading the even blinder. <laughs> and we're like, bro, there should be a scene and there could be like a demon in the mirror and that represents <laughs> the inner turmoil. Bro, <laughs> bad, edgy, the most edgiest thing ever. Yeah, there was no the good way edgy. To make the most movie. grunge script. Bro, yeah. like, Chris will hit me, hit me up like I'd be like at a football game. I'm, like, I'm making Burko like, kill himself. He's like, dude, great idea. <laughs> bro, he was hitting me up and it was like, there should be a scene where the guy Johnny just fights a whole bunch of football players and he jumps over and he cracks one in the helmet that cracks another. Like, and Michael's like, dude, sick. It's like, dude. And, like, the first person I ever met in the business wasn't a producer, writer, nothing. He was an audio guy. And, like, I'm taking advice from him. And he's like, nah, it doesn't work. And, like, now I'm like, the fuck do you know, yeah, what Wobblier? Does he know? Like, what, you know, like, what do you know about writing movies? <laughs> you know? Like, now I'm like, damn. But, like, he did get me to the There's point where it's like, you have to, like, he was just kind of like, what's the point of you guys doing this? And I'm like, but Johnny likes to fight people. Yeah. He's like, but what does it do? And I'm like, but Johnny wants to hit someone with a it's helmet. So I'm gonna make, and I'd be like, he's what? You're just going to make him do it. Bro. Like, if Johnny saw it. a guy with a helmet, of course he's going to take Yeah, he's going to take your helmet I mean, and Johnny's you that it. type of guy. You know, you just didn't see the movie, so you yeah. wouldn't understand. They just don't get never it. Understand. Yeah, he didn't get it. But no, now, like, like kudos, Tommy. You're probably not listening, but, like, Tommy, like, you're the man. Hope you're still. Like, he told me, he was like, <laughs> I just want to make a movie and the sound wins an Oscar. And I was like, I feel the same way, but about writing movies. Like he was just kind of like shit on like a movie where sound dude. wins an Oscar. Yeah, right. I, I feel the same. I, way, I feel him on that though because of that. Fight Club. Because of Fight Club though, Fight Club mm, did win an Oscar that. for their sound because like yo, they had dudes for the punching meat, folly punching meat. Like that's dedication. I think yeah. that and like Ratatouille, like the Ratatouille. Two things I know for their sound because there's like as like Krampus the Ratatouille with the chance of meatballs. Krampus I, was pretty lit. I like left the theater like trying to like explain to people how good the sound design in Krampus <laughs> was. Like people walked out and they're like, "That was a silly movie." I'm like, "Don't, but it's silly the movie. sound." Did you was hear great. it? I was like, "Krampus Open doesn't exist, ears. so how do you know what he sounds like?" Yeah. <laughs> what does he sound like though? I never seen that movie. I don't know. Like, I didn't hopes, see it either. Hopes on the roof. Yo, uh, speaking about what we were doing earlier, I just pulled a paintbrush that I found. Whoa. I knew you guys had like the fucking smallest paintbrush. Oh, and I got no, the paint on my hands too. You carried it with you. Yeah, right it's dedication, pockets. man. So, like, we're painting this couch, and I was like, yo, we should probably just do it in black. <laughs> Immediately, I squirt all the black out and, yo, like, fill the thing up with water and just make it black water. It, made just, some kind of black Then suit. we didn't have any black for the rest of the thing. Yeah, so, so it's so like rainbow There was no now. black. We were <laughs> working with colors. The only two colors we can make was fuchsia Gray. and green. <laughs> and like we were putting in we would put in a blue and like an orange and get And then fuchsia. like halfway through this thing <laughs> I'm like wait, you know why this is happening cuz we're using the we're same using the blue same water. Blue oh. water. <laughs> <laughs> I was like why is everything in a He's like bro, blue? it's like a bad trip. It won't change. I'm like oh. Yeah, like, we're trying we're like, to change bro, it. I was like bro, I just put in yellow and pink. How did I get green? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, this doesn't even you know, make we, sense. We painted that thing for 4 hours. I think we had other things to do. We just painted Did for nothing. Four hours. I was like yo, we have I was like we have to hit the road by like 6.30. I look up and I'm like, dude, it's five. <laughs> yeah, oh, yo, you know what was mad funny? We got so into painting the couch that we painted it with both garage doors open. The whole time And it was freezing. basically being outside for four hours. <laughs> when I went inside, my hands started to hurt because they were re-waking up. Oh, my God. I got eczema like, Ooh, today. I developed eczema. Because how cold it was. <laughs> so wait, wait. When did you guys do this? This wait. afternoon. Yeah. So, oh, it was God. right now. Twenty six degrees. 20, though. Yeah, literally yeah. freezing. Yeah, I like, took off work. It's today. called dedication. Like, I woke up today savagery. at like, like at eleven thirty. Uh, That's good morning. for you. Like I, I've been averaging all week over ten hours 
13 hours of sleep every day. Fucking I, recharging? Like, I, I don't Going know for a full going. recharge? I don't know. And then I go to the gym <laughs> for like three or four hours. Then I go to work. I'll eat a three week. or four? What? Yeah, he's yeah. probably what are you for the talking roll about? <laughs> <laughs> he has to throw a No, when kid. I go to the gym, I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm like <laughs> dedicating a minimum five hours. I'm not leaving until I burn 2,000 calories or like. That's insane. Are you walking savage. around like talking to people, high fiving? No, or are you focusing on yourself? Yeah, just like. Too busy I'm also getting spiritually strong. I gotta yeah. get, you guys gotta One give me a hug before I do my next dude, set. Dude, I know, I know a guy who like my friend goes to the gym. He's like, dude, I saw Mike's dad at the gym the other day. He's like, I was there for two hours. He didn't lift a single weight. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I saw him come in, talk to people for two hours, and then walk out. Yeah. Oh, like, the pump today was real. I got, I got, I got an even crazy story. One time I was on the stairmaster, and like this lady in like a wheelchair came into the gym oh, and no. just parked by the treadmills and like watched. And I was like, she was watching people run. And I was like, why would you do this? Like, just watching people do what you can't She's do. Torturing herself. I was like, memories. And I'm over here just sitting down. She's a masochist. She just oh, wants yeah. to see the world. I was burn. like, just go home. What are you doing? Here? I think it would be great if she actually got on her wheelchair and kind of made her way onto the oh, treadmill. Oh, she was like, just like, hmm, <laughs> give me more. I'm Come living on. vicariously through you all. Excuse me, love. Can you? Turn up the speed. <laughs> yeah, go up another point five. She didn't. She didn't have a. Honor. She didn't have a cup asking for money, right? While you guys were running, <laughs> you can't go nowhere. You better give me money. Nah, she actually. She went up to the people that were running. And was like, I remember what I could walk. Be grateful for everything. You <laughs> Be grateful for the life you live. Make. You think you're so cool with I'm your giving legs. you a standing you ovation so right now. You your Nikes know. on. It would have been crazy if she went to the bench press and was like, put 500 pounds in the. Goddamn <laughs> I'm gonna show you something. I can't walk, but I can fucking lift. <laughs> I'll punch you right in the yeah. chest. <laughs> she walks on her arm, bro. I will punch you right in the stomach that you throw up your lungs. <laughs> I'm fucking Popeye with these arms. So is this the beginning of another script? Could you, this is honestly probably. how it goes down. This is, honestly, is this, this is pretty cool. I well, can see it. This is actually just stuff we throw in the garbage because there's so many great ideas and <laughs> interactions that we just throw them around like pennies and dimes. Right, oh my God, right. We wrote another series one time That's hanging cool. out. I Jeez. didn't even go to college. <laughs> I would beat this kid at the college at and, the just library. and just like sneak myself into the library and be like, where are we on? The arc three? Good. <laughs> Bro, we're we, on we literally two, wrote a three. whole series called Communication Breakdown, CBD for short. <laughs> and it's about this kid. It's about the, these three. No relation. This one kid doesn't have a pops, meets his pops. He has a food truck. This other kid who his dad dies and he has to take oh, care of the family. And another kid who's like super into science. And oh. they stop off at this pizzeria one day. And the kid, Sam, who's like from Russia, doesn't speak good English, is really into science. He's reading A Brief History of Time, which is one of my personal favorite books by Stephen Hawking. RIP, my dude. And um, the dude's making the pizza. is like, oh, let me know when you finish the chapter on the arrow of time. We'll have a pie and we'll talk about it. So now the story progresses. Frank's dad's dead. Frank's taking care of the family and the union. doesn't want to be in the union. Paz meets his dad for the first time. He's working in his restaurant. Sam is like trying to build a time machine. He's like, yo, I'm about to build this time machine. But he's like, I'm hungry as fuck. Stops <laughs> before the pizzeria. The dude, Al Cuvier, is like, you never finished that book yet? And Sam's like, quite the contrary. I've read it like 300 times. I'm actually working on this thing. And he's like, let me see what you're working on, little kid. <laughs> Show this. So this kid's like, throughout the whole script, there's like MacGuffins of like his like, his MacGuffin. like his like breakdown. That's a score. That's a is that no. That's a Hitchcock thing. Hitchcock. MacGuffin. Yeah, I was gonna say Scorsese. We were talking about him before. And a professional thing. Yeah, that was that was a guy's that that. character's uh, main name, right? It was Leon MacGuffin. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was a shout out. The MacGuffin. They just didn't have <laughs> a. For y'all that don't know, a it's MacGuffin is something that somebody wants Red in like, a story. <laughs> like, Wait, hold on, you, you both talk at the same time. I said it's just a better like version of the red herring. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you wake up like 
in your bed and you're like, yo, I want a donut. That donut is the MacGuffin. Like your journey day. to get that donut is the movie. That's fire. That's and, a and really cool. Yeah, the professional. Donut. Yeah, Leon. That's deep. That was his last name. Oh, talk about Leon the Professionals. We talk about shout to my boy Leon. His name is Leon. He and his favorite movie is the Leon the Professional. <laughs> Very funny, bro. Of course, is he he also cleaner? has a YouTube channel, Leon Poner. <laughs> like, shout out to you, buddy. Leon, what? Boner? Leon, Leon Poner. Poner. It was like Poner. back in high school. I don't know if he still has it, but it would be like him. Like, he was super good on like on PC games, and he used to have like a channel of like him playing like Team oh. Fortress Two and like. Yeah. And shit. yeah. One time Chris took over that channel and they were like, yo, I did. I posted a video on flame, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I He's like, my boy Chris taking over. I'm going on vacation to Russia. He's like, gonna post some videos of him because I was like, man, the Batman. So I was like, playing Arkham Asylum like when it first came out. And they were like, what is this garbage? <laughs> like, yeah. this is just this kid playing the campaign. He's not even talking. About <laughs> 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 just video of me just like playing the game. Yo, that's what Twitch is now. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, they just fucking, I'm a revolutionary, bro. Where's my royalty check, bitches? Yeah, bitches, six million of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fucking get this dude I'm like what's that uh, when Kevin Smith's like and like this and that and to like uh, Jason Lee he's like well you know what? if you guys want to do this I'll give you a bunch of money <laughs> yeah you know man so what were we talking about CBD yeah. yeah so this dude this dude's like let me see a little theory that you got there Sam's like alright gives him the thing and then the guy's like he's like what you wrote this and he's like looking through it and it's funny thing, I was telling him, I was talking to him like nine hours, just chewing his zeros off. I, I never give any exposition. I actually do so little exposition that my movies make no sense. Because like, they, they say the nothing that's going it's on. Just it's style. just, you see everything. So he's like reading it to the point where he drops it in the pizza. Because like, Sam's like, Sam quotes Stephen Hawking. He's like, for every equation you put in your writing, you lose a, a reader. You lose a reader. So he's like, I put no equations in my work. Not even E equals MC squared. I did, I did one better than Stephen Hawking. I got no equations, but I wrote all the equations in a marble notebook. He's like, let me see that marble notebook. Drops <laughs> drops the original theory into the pie pizza. pizza. And Sam's like, oh. you know, then he takes the notebook. He's reading. He's like, he's like, he's like follow oh, me. He's like, you wrote this? He like runs away. Oh and then like, he runs away. It's like, I'm not like, follow me. Because that would be exposition. So then he like runs away and he's just gone. Sam's just like, this guy just steal my notes. And then all of a sudden you hear like, <laughs> What the fuck you waiting for, bro? And he like then like that's how like this he goes into this thing. He's like, I'm actually part like there's actually a thing in the world in the real world called like the like I forgot the exact term. This is like I was studying this. Yo, I used to have like my wall, my wall in my room was full of index cards. I had like real dates and times and shit and like uh, <laughs> historical events. Cause it's like I was like, how I came up with this idea, I was like, how can I somehow get this, uh, so I named all my main characters Frank for some reason. So the main, <laughs> character, the main character in this movie is the main character of this show is also Frank. So it's like, how can I get? That's okay. All our characters are twenty three. Mine's all no, named Ben. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old man walks in twenty three. Just because. Good I'm looking, so... average, yeah. <laughs> average height. Like <laughs> just because it's like when we're writing, it's like we don't care if we're directing it. Like doesn't matter to us. Yeah. So. yeah. Exactly. And that's how I felt about this new project. I'm just yeah. now. I was like, I'm writing Frank. this for myself. I don't, I'm not giving you any fucking like. You don't need to know what Frank's wearing because I know what Frank's wearing. I'm tired of writing. I wrote. I've been writing Frank for ten years now. And I'm done with it. I know it. Frank. I know what he looks like. He looks like that. <laughs> you know. So then, so this guy goes into this, into this like layer, and it's like so like in real life, there's a thing called like the master group or something like that, and it's all these physicists in the world that just get together and they're like, but black holes, and they come up with like theories and equations about black holes. This dude, a real Mexican dude in real life named Al Cubier, was part of this master group. I don't know if he actually left, but like in this story, he leaves, and he's just like working solo, making pizzas because he's done with his brain. He's like putting his mind to retirement, but he's like, kid, I think you actually solved time travel. Mm -hmm. So then pretty much how it goes down is like this. It's like a real drama, the first episode. And the, the last thing that happens is 
dude, there's so much that goes into it. We work so hard on the show, bro, we and it's like we think it's fun for us, dude. Like it's fun. Like we're sitting there. I'm like, dude, it's been nine hours. Like I felt no pain because life is <laughs> suffering. But then like while this is happening, you feel nothing. Like it's just yeah. like, yo, this is the world I want to be in. The in. Zone. Yeah. You feel like, so, like the whole CBD. first episode. There's so much shit that goes on. Like, I feel like yeah, that's a real C- drug. CBD is not a drug. That's like the safe version of the marijuana's. Like, yeah. it's the part that doesn't Cannabinoid. get you high. It just makes your body Oh, is that what you were talking about? Girls take it for the like, yeah, That's what the like character actually smokes. Out. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what he can smoke instead of weed. And we're like, we could just do... Because I used yeah, to vape CP. a lot when I was trying to quit smoking. That really got me off, like, smoking American cigarettes. So, that... that CBD, man. Yeah. CBD. It looks just like weed, but it doesn't get you high. It just makes you... I feel relax. like you always hurt yourself, so it's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> true. CBD creams and stuff, they're really good for your joints and shit. Yeah, oh, man. God. But Heal like, up. Yeah, I know what you mean because it's like, like me and Joe always have a bunch of crazy ideas and like stuff to do, and it got to the point where like, a like show was created called Good Bad, where it's a bunch of ideas that are so bad they're good. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. And it's just the stupidest stuff. It came it's from like, Bad Good Fellas, but we're like, yo, this is bad, so we just call it Good Bad Fellas. Good Bad <laughs> Fellas. <laughs> and like, it, uh, yeah, it was so crazy. It, it was like the stuff that you see at like four in the morning on Adult Swim, mm. like, yeah, like uncut footage of a bear. Did you ever see that before? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I yeah. was scared. I couldn't get past the first thirty seconds. Oh my god! What is it? What are you talking about? Uncut footage of a bear. Is it actually just a bear like chilling? Nah, that's for you to find out, buddy. Whoa! Watch it at three in the morning. Stones. It's uncut and it's footage and it's of a bear. Uncensored? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know what he's imagining to see. I don't know. Bear dicks. But yeah, dude. I love like going into that zone where it's just like you're just writing and like you just don't care anymore because you're just like, what have we already? Like yeah. Joe knows like like the way like I'll write and stuff, like I'll write jokes where it's like uh like so the script is funny to read for like anyone who's reading it, whereas like he gives her a look like Oh yeah. Like really like come on, like why are you doing that? Did he take a pause yeah, yeah. or was it like a look? I'll just like <laughs> put in like these stupid description. Oh, like a perfect one was one of our character Jesse, who's like a douchebag, he walks in. And I was like, he walks in wearing his sunglasses around the neck, but you don't really know how they're staying there because there's no lanyard around it, and you're just waiting for them to fall, but they never do. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that's the description. Everyone notices it. Uh, yeah. And I was that's like, I'll just distra- do that. In my opinion, that's a good You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, Andy <laughs> yeah. Kaufman. So, yeah. Ooh, speaking of Kaufmans, Lloyd Kaufman. Mm. Anybody like Lloyd Kaufman here? Don't From know. Trauma? No, no. From Trauma, yeah. yeah. Are you a fan? Yeah. Well, so the dude, yeah. Christopher Lind, was like, Hi, you know who loves shit jokes? Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> I'll give you his email, and you can email him. He loves coming onto independent what? shoots. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me, little boy? <laughs> what you say, Lloyd Kaufman, to come to my first thing right. ever? I knew, someone, I knew who, someone who Lloyd. worked for Lloyd Kaufman, like, at Troma. So he's like, he's like, yeah, like he, he, he got, like, his first day, like, working at Troma. <laughs> he goes there, and he's like, he's like, dude, Troma is, like, literally, like, a <laughs> one-desk room. Is that like Lloyd Kaufman just sitting there like a fucking corpse because he's like eighty seven. He's, he's gonna die. He's gonna he's gonna die on our shoot. He's really gonna, with the luck I killed Lloyd Kaufman. Make me famous now. Wait, Lloyd he's on, he's in your movie. He should not be. as of right now, but like he this guy yeah, sent me his up. email and like I can email him. The only problem that, that might be is he might be in Texas that week. <laughs> he, he looks like Mel Brooks. He's gonna fucking die in Texas. It's hot as shit down there. Shout out to my boy Matt. Lives in Texas. How you doing, Frisco, Texas? 
my boy. Shout out Fresno. So before like we get like off topic and like completely run out of time. We've been off topic. I, feel um, you. I, I do want to know, like, actually, like, what your, like your film's about. Oh shit! I should be the last person to talk Mike about it. Mike sums it up the best way possible. Give him, the, give him the rundown. You gave the guys that you, the, the two seconds. Yeah. Two seconds. <laughs> no, the, the best way, pitch. the best explanation yeah. you can give, like, okay. sturdy. Okay, so, help uh, me understand I have a, I have, the movie I have a better. I have a question for both of you guys. All right. Um, do you want to see a kid shit himself in a park? Do I want to? Yeah. I don't want to, but I will. Exactly. exactly. And that's what the degenerate says. <laughs> you don't really want to, but it's like, I can't not watch that. Uh, yeah, a guy at my job like... came up to me and he was like, I'm James Cameron. You got 30 seconds. Pitch me your movie. I got $10 million on the line. And I was like, uh, do you want to see a kid shit himself in the park? He was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, sold. Give me sold. The give me he was like, million. give me the money. He was like, what? And he made me do it to like this other guy. That's the best pitch because it's like you're waiting and it's like you want to say no, but you're like, like yeah. I don't know. You're like, when's that Actually, time see that? That's it's like if I'm walking by and that's happening, I'm probably going to watch it. And that's, that's exactly the premise. That's so the like, only way we're going to pitch the movie now. The best I, way I explain Frank to this guy who's playing Frank, I mean, Phil Capador right here, not to call you this guy, but that's just my vocabulary. That's fine. So I was like, he's like, what's Frank's motivations? I was like, Frank wants to be stoned as fuck, play Resident <laughs> Evil 4, shout out Leon Scott Kennedy. <laughs> this no, is Leon. actually like my friend Billy. And collect royalties. Like, this is this guy. Like, he just, want, like, he he just wants want... to sit on his couch, smoke weed, and he wants a stack of uncut $900 million to fall on the couch next to him and just be like, Dude, this sounds like it's based no off my friend Billy. Yeah, it's <laughs> based off of me and all my boys, bro. From like just <laughs> being like, what are we gonna make? We're gonna open up ten businesses this month. We're <laughs> gonna fucking we're gonna have sex with Victoria's Secret models. We're gonna have Mercedes Benzes, and it's like, keep how we get there? Couch. It's like just keep smoking blunts on this couch forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and eventually, it'll happen. Are you the same like as my friend? Where I was like, yo, Billy, like, how'd you feel about the Resident Evil remake that just came out? He's like, there's only one that matters to me. Resident Evil Four. <laughs> it's the only one that matters. Resident Evil Four. See my voice change. Resident Evil Four. That's wow, actually that's what Jack we talk about in the movie. That's actually his happy place. Just Re- Resident Evil Four. Resident Evil Four and marijuana. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And that's like Frank. I picked up the TV because like the only thing we have full control over in the shooting wise is like everything's outdoors, but one scene. The one scene takes place in the shop that I was explaining in the beginning of the podcast, and um, I got to create. We get to create that set, posters, painting couch, little fucking things around, and like, and I just drew a blank. Oh. You're talking about like the uh, the set and like the locations and only one is going to be How we only indoors. have control over the... And it was, oh, and it was Resident Evil 4. Oh, TV. Yes. Yeah, so TV. I'm buying props and shit for the thing because I do this. So much going on up here right now. <laughs> so I find this other Craigslist ad for this old lady's like, she's like, dude, sad. Like someone died in her family. She's all alone now. She's this huge house. She's selling it. She's like getting rid of a bunch of shit. And I want like an old school television for this shoot. And like I get to go there, and like I kind of felt bad. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna buy it now. But I was like, ready right here is only twenty bucks, and it's like this really old TV that doesn't take the AV inputs, and it's just like that twist pin thing. And I was like, dude, I can't even plug Whoa, for like cable. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, dude, I can't <laughs> even plug wires. anything in. I can't even play Resident Evil on this thing. So I just have now. I just have this TV. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't function. It's Can you just like overlay? Like I was thinking, like in post edit, because like yeah. my dude, my yo, uh, shout out Serge Manenko, uh, Manenko, very crazy last name. He's editing the film when it's done. I met him in Los Angeles on a crazy soul trip in Los Angeles. I just recently came back from, and he just finished editing a feature. But I was like, I think he could probably just like kind of edit something over the television. As like long as it's not a moving shot, it's yeah. not like put yeah. green on it, right? Yeah. So I was thinking like green or like blue or like I yeah, think one of those. Yeah, just still frame moving, the video game and tape it to the screen. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like that important. Like it's important for yeah. the scene between the, yo, these two guys, you guys are going to love it. These two guys like have like a little bit of a tussle. 
during it's funny because like Phil, no homo but homo yeah phil might be a little bit bigger than mike and that's like a very that's a rarity mm. and like so it's good because like you choke him out but now i think he's gonna choke you out are you in the movie too i i am not if i was gonna be in the movie i was gonna be i'm gonna be like an extra or something but like if i was gonna be in the movie i was having anxiety because i was gonna have to play frank's role because mm. i couldn't find a frank until like me and this guy like settled down did you put <laughs> it on backstage and all that i Here's yeah, a funny is thing. Your, is your film like Union? No. 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 Far from it. Because you're your SAG, aren't you? Not yet. Nope. Oh, I thought you How were. Because you were possible? in so many fucking no, movies. Well, 70 uh, this been, guy's been I mean, it crazy. Took, it took me a long time to even become SAG eligible, but it was at the point where like, I, I spoke with a lot of people who already are SAG that do not join SAG, and this is their, their rule, and I agree. Uh, yeah. Do not actually join SAG until you have to. And um, I'm glad because I like uh, me to even get a role or even to be considered or even find uh, anything that I don't even make myself, which has been almost nothing (laughs) or so far and in between like uh, like that, like I get rusty and I really miss it and I go, yeah, I go crazy. I pretty much implode from not like being around it. Mm. So when you actually go union and here in the city of New York, it's really hard if you don't have help and an agent. Yeah. It, you'll make more money, but without if you don't have help, then you're taking yourself out of the game. And the only way I was ever able to really like become a part of the game was through background acting to try to just network and get my way around and find out where are the right agents and all this stuff. So eventually I became eligible, but um, there's only student films out there that um, mm-hmm. are just non-union work. And like <coughs> those are the only kind of gigs that I could pick up on and actually get. But What's the point eligible. where they make you join? What do you have to do? Like, do you know? Well, um, I'm, 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 I'm SAG must join at this point that I can't get another Hartley waiver or join another SAG set unless I'm actually uh, in the union. And there's two things right. I could do. One, I could just pay like the three and a half grand or whatever it is right now and become a full member. Or I got to put down at least a minimum of half and then pay off the rest in installments for like five months or something like that. Um. And I could possibly do either one of those things. But like if I don't have somebody in my corner to really like put me on the forefront where I could actually start competing in like the television world, the um, the, the golden age of television right now is apparently yeah. what's going on. There's mm-hmm. so much for work sure. going out there. But yeah. I don't know. Like a big part of me wants to like wait until maybe I go to L.A. and then just... Then yeah. Potentially yeah. Do it out we were gonna ask. So we were gonna yeah. ask you to be part of our movie. We thought you were SAG. Oh, I was convinced. Yeah. Are you guys a yeah. union? Because nah, you were. We were like, he's been in like ten movies. We're like, nah, yeah. it's definitely just like, I like, want. No, I want to join, but I'm not. Passing, I'm not ready. He's got to be sick. Oh, it's crazy because like my professors from film school told me they're like. Dude, like, if you think it's bad, like, fuck, being in the camera department with the highest divorce rate in the world, they're like, <laughs> yo, think about what it's like to be an actor. They're like, out of all the SAG actors, 2% make their benefits. Wow. Yeah, so that's so another like, thing. If you're not like, Johnny Depp, you're, you're still not Johnny struggling. Depp while I live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck Honestly, well what are we doing <laughs> not being Johnny Depp? Well, in Brazil, we have free health care, so I'm going to become a citizen down there one day. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Brazil, you said? Yeah, like I had a great idea. idea for a film, like because I don't speak Portuguese very well yet. But what if no I one actually speaks wrote... Portuguese? Well. No, but like also <laughs> Portuguese. Yeah, no, I'm Tindale. So I mean, like there's some there's a great storyline, and uh, theft down there is such a bit like such a big problem. Like uh, it's 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 hor- it's horrendous how bad it is. Is but it's part of the culture. Like you're gonna get robbed. Expect to get robbed. They tell you, you to buy a second wallet. No, they. I mean, no, like it's so bad right now, and they just had a new presidential election where their Donald Trump just got elected. So things are awesome. really going to get shaken so up. Things are going to get really good over there. Right? I don't know. Well, see, here's the thing. That he's very pro. He's, pre, he's he's pro Second Amendment, I think, where it's just like you have the right to. Is is it Second Amendment where you have a gun? Yeah. 
They're gonna build a wall around the mosquitoes, know. giving them. So I, like, I had an idea to actually <laughs> do know, a movie Sky called wall. The Good Thief, where like I would do the movie in Portuguese, but it's literally about a guy who is a thief. That's his profession, but of course he falls in love, and like the story just like it's kind of developing in my head right now. But yeah. I, I want him to like literally um, be uh, shot in the back of the head at the end of the movie, and that's it. Like he like, spoil it. Like, I wasn't even supposed to be alert. here today. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even supposed I don't to work like Brazil. <laughs> So I'm playing just, hockey I think that'd too. Be such a great idea, but no, I haven't been able to join uh, SAG yet. I just uh, the opportunity hasn't. Oh, so wow, you're going to be my yeah. benefit. Not yet. So that's good to know. Yeah. 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 If you guys need a, if you May, guys need help with anything, I'm I'm there. You know what's free at the end of May? Me and Mike. Yeah. That's we're free all the time. Oh, yeah, dude. What are you doing in 25 minutes? Listen, <laughs> we're down you to have all the help we can. Yeah. But I want to hear more about like, your project and like because you yeah, guys are shooting seven days. We're shooting on two shooting days. Shooting on Saturday. <laughs> two days, I'm, days I'm away. I'm dyslexic, so no, no. We're, we're gonna, gonna be I kept, shooting talking, I, kept, I kept talking about <laughs> all of uh, next week. Let's try to talk one at a time, one at a time. Yeah, we'll try our hardest. I kept Sorry, talking Dad. about like seven days, seven days. That's when that dude quit. So the project is basically it's like, uh, like Phil was saying before, it's about these. This one kid, Frank, who's kind of just like I'm 23. Money doesn't fall out of the sky, but I don't want to do anything. But I want to open up a bar, and then he kind of meets Timmy and AJ. Mike's playing Timmy in the film, by the way. What yeah. up, Tim? For the at least the, for the proof of concept, anyway. Unless yeah. we get you know like whoever to play. I kind of hope someone steps in and plays Tim, so I could fuck around behind the scenes. Yeah. So like, so he's trying to figure. He wants to open up this bar, but then he's like, ah, you know, he's like beating around the bush. Like, I'm gonna write a movie about opening the bar, <laughs> and then he meets Timmy, who's like this business group, but really all he does is kind of sell cigarettes to like little kids after school. To children. And then Timmy's <laughs> Timmy's like, let me see what you got here. He's like, dude, you wrote a movie about opening a bar when you want to open a bar. So open a fucking bar. Your uncle owns a bar already. <laughs> and then uh, so he kind of goes to his uncle with this like grand mat. Because Timmy's like, yo, this plan's good. Like you're not just a shit for brains piece of shit. Like you have a good idea. Go to your uncle with this. He goes to his uncle with this. His uncle's like, yo, I don't have money for you. But if you can like basically it's called shots and twats. It's the most American bar ever. You take a shot with a gun, take a shot, and you fuck a twat. Like, that's the, <laughs> like in Frank's mind, it's the most American thing ever. You know? So, like, he's like, I want to get the military in here. Like, play with guns. I want to take, like, a shot of, like, J- Jameson. Like, and then, like, we have, like, sex with hookers. And, like, his uncle's like, it's a good idea. I'm not giving you any money, but you can, like, decorate it, man. And I don't know anything here. about the movie business, but all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, literally, he's like, I know nothing about And that's the master the script. That's the big one. That's, yeah. This is the big one. So then, I, 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 we've been writing these guys forever. And it's funny, it's like, all the times we wrote these guys, they were always friends. But for the movie, they're not friends already. So Frank's uncle's like, I'm going to give you this card. Go to this business seminar. Like, this is the guy who told me everything. His name's Craig Codsgrove. Gives him the wrong card. Ends up at a rehab. Yeah. And guess who's at the rehab? AJ and Timmy. Fucking local Staten Island junkies. And they're just kind of like, Frank's like, because, oh. AJ glues himself to the bench when he's tripping on mushrooms. He doesn't want to hurt himself. <laughs> so he glues himself to the bench. And he's in front of the bar. They call it the love bench. And, uh. So he sees, so he gets to the place, and he's like, really early in the morning, he look, looks down, he's like, what the fuck is love bench? He's like, I need a coffee, man, I'm fucked up right now, it's too early for this shit. Goes inside this place, and there's Timmy and AJ, and then he's, Timmy's like, why is this fucking guy wearing a suit to rehab? And, <laughs> and then AJ's like, what? And Frank's like, dude, I'm in rehab. <laughs> I mean, so it's basically, I'm trying to do like a, I'm trying to like bring a comedic light to like the drug problem in Staten Island, but also like, kind of capture like the Staten Island, Staten Island stoner vibe. Like Kevin Smith did New, did New Jersey, we're doing Staten Island. Nobody's yeah. done justice to Staten Island yet. Right now, it's still just a giant fucking pothole. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to garbage. bring some fucking culture to where I'm from. People, yeah, We're trying to do that with Long Island. Yeah, yeah. literally. It's so funny because yeah. it's like there's so much like relation. Maybe this is just like how people are everywhere. 
No, yeah. I think that <laughs> just we're everywhere. here because we're all meant to fucking meet. We're right? Yeah, in this yeah, room. We're probably gonna end up working together. Because like after all this, like we'll tell you like. Everything. Yeah, we turn the cameras off. Yeah, we do things in secret. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. yeah, flamethrowers behind. That's the why scenes. I had to have you guys meet because, like, you guys were like all. There's the not same a lot of people out there so like this. Yo, like, you know, we were I mean? to, uh, like, one of our friends. We were we were on a set. We he filmed his first movie recently, Lifetime movie, and uh, I worked on the set. He had for, a budget. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had he a big budget. People. <laughs> and uh, I worked on the set for 14 days. But like, he always tells us, like, yo, nobody makes movies. Like, this is crazy. Like literally no one so like it's real we special do. what we're doing here yeah man we're trying to make yeah. we're trying to make this shit happen dude like today like i realized that like obviously making the movie is the fun part but everybody's like it's the journey and i kind of get that now because like the journey to getting to make the yeah. journey to getting to the journey of making the movie like dude painting a couch is the most blissful thing i've done in a long fucking time dude yeah because like yo in two days this movie's gonna be i mean this couch is gonna be and like our first thing yo it's like yeah man really awesome it's fucking feeling. sick like, Dude, for like seven years since we were little kids talking about this, and finally it's like, yo, obviously no one's given us this shit. Now it's two days like, away. Now it's yeah. like two days away. You know, Excited. Like we were it. saying on the way here, like, we don't even sleep now. Like, we, don't we need <laughs> sleep. Never. We literally, yeah. like, slept in the car here. While like, we, driving. We had on, like... <laughs> while driving. <laughs> on their yeah. shoulder. Like, yeah. while, like, it was literally, like, I don't know who was driving, but, like, we had a Joe Rogan podcast on, and it was just, Which like... One? Joe Rogan? Alex uh, Jones. Alex oh, Jones. of course. Not gonna lie. I'm a little retarded. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's my life, yo. We keep them comfortable. It's like, yeah, comfortable. I, like I don't remember driving the car because it's like the heat was blasting. <laughs> We're both like, oh, you guys, have, you guys have heat in your car. You must be like rich people. You don't know how that shit in my fucking envoy. <laughs> One time I was driving from Long Island to Brooklyn with uh, my cousin, and we had the heat blasting with all the windows down. Driving on the highway at like five thirty in the morning, and I had this comedian Mitch, uh, Mitch Hedberg on the stereo, yeah. and I'm just like this, and I'm just like. Yo, I feel like I'm on a different planet right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, yo, I think we're going through like space or some shit. I'm getting hit with Which mad happened? cold air and mad heat at the same time. This guy's mumbling. Bro, we had him on the stereo at like volume three. So all we heard in the background was like, and then you'd hear the, 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 the crowd laugh. Like, Huzzah! So, so, I was, so I was just like, yo, I can't be doing this. This is not where I see my life. I can't be traveling through space and time listening to Mitch Hedberg next to you, Donnie. Oh man, yo, Donald, shout out Donald Pundra. Donald. <laughs> Who's the guy who's gonna be playing AJ? Oh, oh that's, that's another thing. Yo, so Florida. for this project, dude, I flew up. We're flying up four people from Florida. Four whole individuals. Fucking we even have background what? actors coming. Wow, yeah, dude. Like, that's I'm like, awesome. We got like, a whole music. Basically, guy? I feel like, like I said, this is like my first cum shot, bro. Because I've had all this <laughs> shit building up for years, and now I'm finally doing it. I'm like, like everything I've ever learned is just like. <laughs> Coming out like I need extras. I need to, to set this, this up like this. Cutaway shots here and this there, and it's just like yo, it feels right. Yeah, man. We have like a lot of people coming through for like the. You guys want to come March 10th? We have mad extras. Like it's an ex it's our extra day because like pretty much like get back to what the script's about. So Frank wants money to fall on the couch. Timmy's like, I'm the fucking guru, bro. Let me show you how I do. And Frank's like, Nah, you're just a petty drug dealer. He's like, Nah, bro, I'm a fucking businessman. Yo, he's like, What do we have the most on Staten Island? We have union workers, junkies, and nurses. And he's like, You know what? Every union worker is a junkie. My sister's a nurse, so I get the pills from her naturally. <laughs> and Frank's like, All right, prove it to me. And he's like, All right. So he takes him to his cove, and that's like where he sets up shop. Literally has a big billboard. It's like, Yo, I, this is all the drugs I got for sale. And Frank's like, How does this work? He's like, When the cops roll by, act like a retard. He's like, Does like the retard pose, whatever. <laughs> so. I, so AJ accidentally glues himself to the bench. That's like my ongoing gag with AJ. He like glues himself to the bench because he's like trying to glue a bug together and he has like a big pile of glue on mm -hmm. the bench. He sits in it. 
And then Timmy's like, I got you, bro. I'm not going to help you up, but I'll give you some drugs to ease the pain. He's like, all right. But he gives him laxatives. <laughs> so the whole time, like a whole, dog, he flicks him into he's his He's literally mouth. holding in a fat shit this whole movie while he's glued to the bench. And these dudes walk by. And, Frank, and they're like, why is AJ screaming? And Frank's like, and then uh, AJ's like, dude, I fucking glue myself. I got a shit. Just help uh, me up. And they're like, yeah. fucked. They're like, yo. They're like, what? That's fucked up, dude. But I would watch that. Some shit you see at a carnival. And Frank's like, wait, you guys would watch that? He's like, dude, I bet you 10 bucks. He blows out the top. And then the other guy's like, I bet you 20 it leaks out the bottom of his pants. <laughs> and then Frank's like, you guys are willing to pay for this? And he's like, yeah, bro, you don't see this shit every day. Frank's like, cough it up. Uh, he's like, uh, 10%. He's like, I'll take 10%. He was like, like, oh, fuck that. And he's like, nah, look at it this way. The next guy who pulls up and charge him $10 just to watch the show. Then I'm taking 10% of his winnings too. And they're like, that, those are good fucking odds. We'll take deal. that. Yeah. So the whole thing is like, Timmy trying to sell drugs. Nobody's there because Frank has every fucking junkie looking for Timmy just in the park betting on when AJ's going to shit himself. <laughs> so the whole, like, there's like a crowd in the park. Like, ah, two o'clock, he's going to blow. And then it's like $10, Down, he shit this bed. I got $5 and then, on 4.30. And then like, and like obviously like Goldman, who's like the local security guard for like the plaza locally is like, the fuck is going on here? And everybody runs away. And AJ's like, guys, he's glued to the bench. On. And he, Goldman's like, well, if Gold it isn't the fucking delinquent John Ashton Bro and himself, I heard about your little ring you got going on here. I'm going to fucking stay here until you shit yourself. <laughs> I'm going to rush you for shitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, guys, where'd you go? Then Timmy's that's like, that's not a crime. He's, he's like, I don't even think that's a crime. And then he's like, well, I'm I'm sure it is. And then like Timmy and Timmy and Frank Public pull back up and he's like, no, it's not. We fucking Googled that shit. It ain't a fucking crime. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the movie, at the end of the film, they're like, um, this is the main film or the... No, this is just the like proof okay. of concept. So then AJ's like, taste. where'd you guys go? And Tim's like, we would never leave you, bro. I tried to hide my axe in the tree because <laughs> Goldman came. Like, And as the movie's end, as the film's end, he like pulls his axe out of the tree and they, they like, keep on hiking. full-on axe in this movie. Well, like, it's going to be so fun, dude. We're gonna, like, I like work at Starbucks, so I'm getting like a bunch of mocha. We're going to make mocha. We're going to throw in squirt guns and like, shoot it. Like As AJ explodes, we're going to like shoot the cop in the face Mad with mocha. Mad Nutella. And we're going to have... Because like, AJ plays like the like the simple like the simple tin of the... Of, like, the That's you know one Jackson shot. Pollock you got you to get that Jackson one time. We got to yeah. get that now, one. Now, I'm an artist. He's the artist yeah. that makes all the splatter paintings. That's what it's going to look like. Yeah. And we're filming that the very last day. We're in that park specifically so we don't have to clean that yeah. up. Is it in Staten <laughs> Island you're filming? Yeah, we're filming like literally like where the script takes place. We're literally filming there because I like, grew up up the block from yeah. there. Nice. And like my mom's, my mom still lives up the block from where we're shooting. So like we're gonna like charge the batteries there and shit. And like because like the town we're shooting in is like very remote. Mm -hmm. It's chill. Oh, the location is very unique too because there's like three locations in this one location. There's the park, then right across the street's the dumpster where Eddie hangs out, where he like where Eddie's Timmy's supplier. Then right across the street from there is Timmy's Cove where he sells drugs out of. And like Timmy's the gag for the whole movie is like he does a thing called seller in the public's eye. And like he sets up like literally a table and has like a sign and he's like, I got Xanax, I got mushrooms, I got Adderall, I got fucking Percocet, I got Suboxins, and that's like the, the MacGuffin <laughs> of the thing. He's like Frank's like, what the fuck's a Suboxin? He's like, Well we call those subs on the street. And it's basically say. a laxative. I don't know why people take it, but they eat it like fucking Snickers, man. Oh my god. And that's what he gives and AJ. <laughs> and that's what he gives AJ. And AJ's like, Oh, give me jokes, give me jokes, 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 jokes. He takes them and he's like, Frank, you think I'm an overdosing man? He's like, dude, I only took three pills, man. I've taken ten on a bad day and I've never felt like this. And he's like, dude, I think Timmy just gave you laxatives. Like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel an increase of pressure. That's for heroin, right? So boxing is just like yeah. a is like is like a drug that helps you like um through helps the withdrawals from like heavier drugs like Percocet and like opioids and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah, so, yeah. Yes. I heard so like that. so but like they make you like literally like everybody I know who's like who has taken a suboxone like people who just know about them like they literally make you shit yourself like oh. just like all the time like stomach pains and stuff and yeah, that's yeah. I was like oh it's a pretty good little MacGuffin. <laughs> 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 I was like how can yeah. we make AJ glue himself Full to the bench and make it 
funny. And how the whole thing with AJ Glue himself came about is because, like I was saying, AJ's like the simple one of the group. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if like a deaf dude drops his gloves <laughs> in front of AJ? I was like, and he's like, dude, your gloves. And the guy doesn't respond. Dude, your gloves doesn't respond. You can just leave your fucking gloves on the floor like that, dude. That's fucked up. Like, those are good gloves. And I was like, but wouldn't you just reach out and touch the guy? And I was like, nah, if he's glued to a fucking bench, he can't. Yeah. And I was like, how can I glue him to a bench, though? And I was Shrooms. Like, yeah. So, like, in the, in the feature, he glues himself because it's and a there's, like a whole, there's like a whole, there's like a whole safety precautions. He glues himself to the bench and he glues his hands together so he doesn't uh, hurt himself. But, like, in with the, what kind of glue? I'm dying to know. Like, that's some gorilla glue, like, dude. Literally, gorilla glue. glue. Like, for like, the for type the of glue shoot, that don't come like, off easy. Yeah, like, for the, for the, for the. AJ ain't moving. Just right in one Enough gene. to make you stuck there that you'll shit yourself where you are. <laughs> Wherever you're stuck, you're going to stay until you literally shit yourself. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, so, like, I figured, like, it would be Gorilla Glue, but, like, for, like, shooting purposes and, like, prop purposes, I, like, bought, like, a giant glue. A big of Elmer's, Elmer's. Just to, like, have yeah. that as, like, the puddle on the bench, but, like, we'll show, like, a insert shot of, like, a Gorilla Glue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I know our final shot is actually trying to free the guy and just, like, going through all that, and that's going to be... No, the final no. shot. Well, it's, it's funny it's how he funny comes how out. He gets out of he's pants. like, guys, can you help me now, though? And Frank's like, bro, just unbutton undo the pants, pants and slide the fuck out. Like, no one's he touching your shitty self. Like, he's like, good idea. Like, I kind of hope the kid who's playing AJ kind of doesn't mind because, like, the, the bench is probably this big. So I kind of want him to slide himself out and like, kind of fall <laughs> over. Then he's popping. Like, yeah, we good. Like, let's get it. He's like, in his, like, in his couch like, tidy behind there. Yeah. Dude. Good luck, yo. I'm Great. happy for you. Yeah, I really hope the weather permits. Like, it's going to be just like. Oh, it's going to be two days, March 10th. Yeah, oh, we start we, the first days. day of shooting is March 9th. I'm lucky. Timmy got that big jacket. I'm, dr- I'm dressing like extra warm. How's Dude, like, like production looking? Like How's production looking? Yeah. Never been Me better. not sleeping on a lot of coffee. <laughs> Never been <laughs> That's better. how it is. Like, I work all day at Starbucks and I come home and I try to just like do the other day. I brought like my bag. I forgot to bring it in. Are you doing like a real man's budget of zero dollars and zero cents? No, it's like five thousand. Oh, dope. I saved up. Um. I saved up a few thousand, then I got like tax money back. I got like twenty five hundred dollars back in taxes. So I'm regardless. even getting paid for this. Yeah, I'm paying oh, this guy too. What a lucky dumb. The only guy who's not wow. getting paid is me and that guy. <laughs> and uh, like the extras. I gotta bring my shit. A game now. Yeah, like you I was better. like, dude, I was like, I have no problem paying you, but like, just please be a good actor. Like, <laughs> dude, you are please. you are a good actor, like and like help me like lead these other guys who've never acted before. We're so similar because we're like we we want no money for this, but other people <laughs> are the yeah, ones. Yeah, like that I don't care if this. All I want to like, do, yeah, we'll pay you if we can. Yeah, yeah like all I want to do can. from this man, like, <laughs> my I rates are really money. low. It's just like when you get married, it's all it's like next level. Like yeah. you can't just I, and you can't know, just do things for free. You have a fucking oh, family. Yeah. Uh, but my re- my resume is stupid long at this point, where it's just like I've been doing this for now. That's why yeah. you're like a fucking you're a diamond in the rough, bro. I was just gonna say that I found you. I like I said before, we were all talking about you're my Ben Affleck, dude. Just don't leave me. Yeah. I'm not fat like Kevin Smith. I, I don't, you don't get to leave me. He's not going to have a heart attack and make a comeback. <laughs> Yo, you have a heart attack? Bro, it's his fault that you drink a gallon of milk a day. Who does that? That's weird. He <laughs> does. just a weird thing. Like a gallon of almond He milk does, a day. and then That'd he's like, awesome. Yo, the doctor told me it wasn't an issue. And then a year later, he had a massive <laughs> heart, heart attack. attack. Yeah. I was like, Dude. Yeah. This is the same guy that would eat a handful of jelly beans for breakfast and be like, "Yo, what's next?" He wake oh. up. He, say, he goes, "I wake up." Would you say this? He's awake. He would. He's the, he said, <laughs> "I'm the type of guy that would wake up, eat a handful of jelly beans, and be like, what's for breakfast?'" Nice. I was <laughs> like, "Yo, that's some Kevin Smith energy." That's energy. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, weird energy, but okay. But yo, still it's, energy. it's a weird energy, but it's a good energy to have to wake up and be like, "Yo, twenty five jelly beans. In, <laughs> I need a fucking omelet with some meat in it." Give me a piece of cake on the side. Me and Joe yeah. were talking like earlier before. We're like, do you think if like Clerks came out like, say like at any point after it did at Sundance, would it, would be it even be accepted into Sundance? It would be shot probably not iPhone. because Harvey Weinstein was eating girls' fucking <laughs> buttholes. Oh, <laughs> nah, it's never too soon for a joke like that. Nah, He's already been like convicted or whatever. Right? Anyway. Yeah. He's done. Wait, so if you, say this movie gets made, hopefully, 
the full uh, the big one when when this movie is made <laughs> hopefully like so years. you will have to be sag at that point after that movie's made right do you want to go sag no after it film? after like oh after it, it drops then like from that point on well I like I, I I don't know like uh, we we thought potentially like I would become a producer of that one um, if like maybe a better actor more fitting for the role of oh, Frank okay. would actually no nah, but I think known. that you I think that you're like I have I propose that to people who aren't actors like you help me out a little bit here this guy is gonna go on to be a big time actor it's like yeah obvious. man like this guy this guy was telling me he's like I hated acting I stopped doing it. I was like you're fucking weird like obviously you're, <laughs> you're a good actor you gotta act bro like what do you like you're obviously meant to act that's why. Like yeah. there's been periods in my life, like for months, I wouldn't write or do anything. I think anything. everybody goes through like uh, this. Yeah, you go I, through the weird I things. Through, like I was just like, I'm just it's like a ball. spell of like you know what? I mean, you you put like you you've been getting nothing but silver, and uh, the judges like are really not on your side ever, and it's for all political bullshit. And you and you deserve the gold, but you never once got it, and that's how I actually feel. Mm. And um, so to actually become SAG, if that ever does happen, like I don't know, like I know I have to eventually. One yeah, day, like I want to know Ireland like gets yeah. gets made. Like that one, yeah. I would no doubt have to become SAG for something it's big. like that. Like, yeah. I don't like. Have you guys know. read that Fireland? Oh no, no I didn't show you that. That's I read. Um, I read. That's a cool. Mark is. He read the puppet yeah. show, but yo, I didn't get that to scene. I was fucking crying <laughs> laughing. I was telling these guys, bro, the scene where he's like, ah, ha, 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 and the bosses is going off the cliff. I was like, no, that's bad, funny, <laughs> bro. That shit was killing me, bro. He was like these fat, ugly, violent fans. Like he's like, no more fat, ugly, violent fans. Wait, explain the scene. I don't. No one knows what we're talking about. Like the whole point of actually the main character Clark ever performing at the show is because the main band gets lost <laughs> and so what happened was the bus driver on their way to the venue drives the bus Loses off a cliff <laughs> and kills everyone no they just go in the middle of the ocean a deep cliff only like three feet you know so i mean like the bus breaks yeah so yeah. like did you get to the point though where, where they got out um of the I, ocean i i read to the part where like we we see them again and then we got back to the mice and then like i like drove home to Jersey and I didn't finish reading it. Sorry. Right, so there's like a bunch of different things going on with this script, but no, Fireland is like not a 9/11. Oh, you film, would tell me about Fireland. It's an FD, it's an FDNY yeah. film. I, I based it on a book called Coming Through the Flames, and I uh, always wanted to. Be, I always wanted to be a firefighter. My dad was, and uh, he actually um, uh, is retired now. But uh, we're only like right one year away from maybe. Uh, pre-production for the 20-year anniversary of 9-11 because like up until this point we don't really have a story about the fdny prior to 9-11 like right and uh that's what bothers me the most is that uh like i don't know my dad i really don't not really like i've seen him um in the firehouse amongst his friends like he's a totally different guy like this is somebody i could really be really good friends with but growing up this is like just my dad uh, and I've seen him married, and I've seen him as a father, but I've never seen him as a firefighter until, A, I read this book, and it was through the eyes of um, another firefighter who actually coincidentally worked with my dad. And so I just, I read this book twice, like in one day, I just couldn't put it down. And uh, at that point, I always wanted to make a film about firefighting, because maybe if I were to ever have any luck as an actor, you would have to make your own work. So um, I got now 120 pages of a script, and I was actually thinking about it yesterday, where what is the story really about? And I'm revising it right now, where I actually c completely cut out one big scene, because it's just, it's just ugh, it's good, but it's stupid. I don't need it. Yeah. Um, the one thing that carries anything, um, a firefighter to actually stay on the job, is his kids. 
They're like, there is, they will go through hell and back. And my dad definitely did for me and my brothers and sister. Um, like he got hurt countless times on the job, falling through buildings. He's seen dead bodies. God knows how many, not to mention from nine 11. He's never actually, he's never once opened up and actually talked about being a firefighter once. Like that's is how I've known him. But when you see him around other firefighters, he's actually like the most open guy there is. And the funniest guy you would ever want to be around. Like this is a side of him. I never knew until I actually read the book. And which is why I really want to make this story, because nobody actually, just by a show of hands, really knows firefighters. You have an idea of what they do for a living, and you kind of get an idea of what they're about and that they're very brave. But what nobody knows is, is that they are soldiers at mm. the same time. And they actually are, even now, like it's only just got talked about recently by Meghan McCain on The View, where they're killing themselves. Oh, they nice. are committing suicide just as much, if not as often nationwide, wow. as, as a soldier. So why aren't uh, he was on there. the mic? Get on that mic. Chuck. Yeah, question, real question. Sorry, the uh, question was no. Uh, it, these the firefighters that are that are committing suicide is it because of P- PTSD from nine eleven or everybody's just the stress got their of the own. Jobs and everybody's like that? I, I. There's really no uh, one of the worst things that I've noticed like that. You you never once you're a firefighter you're always a firefighter but when you're really not a part of it anymore. That's what really kills them the, the most. I don't think it's necessarily uh, directly or indirectly 9-11 that's causing like post-traumatic stress. Because 9-11, and that's why my movie is not about 9-11, nobody knew yeah. that that was going to happen and become as big as it actually was because that didn't make the FDNY. They were always doing their job. And they approached that day just like it was any other day on the job. It was a lot bigger than ever it had been before. Uh, needless to say, but um, who these guys are in spirit, as a conscious, like as as just as a unit and as a brotherhood, this was just this is just who they are and what they were meant to do. And whoever is struggling uh, with suicidal thoughts and thing like that, it sh- it goes beyond just uh, one incident because from this book you get a great taste of countless incidences of, of, a, of a span of like, you're not a soldier for four years and then you're out, you get your, uh, you're in like a military, no. You're there for 20 plus years and you know, like it, it's, it just sucks, you know, like there's countless things, but the one thing that just makes the whole thing light and uh, doable is each other. So the way they say it is that it's all one big circus, just we're all clowns in, the, in just a different circus or like in a different house, it's all the same. It's all the same circus, different clowns. I have a question, and this isn't me being a dick. Did Steve Buscemi actually do something in 9-11? I always see like... Oh, he was he was on the ground. He was there. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, was that, is he that did. real? Is that true? Was he just hanging out around the premises no. when it happened? No, no. He, would, that he, he like suited up, not like yet. went out. Yeah. Oh, he's no, a firefighter? He's, I didn't he, know that. He actually... Yeah. I don't know if he got paid to go back, but oh, he actually went back to his old house. I think it was Engine or Ladder 55. I know they were right, right around the Coney Island area. But uh, he did. He went right back in to work. He was in gear, and uh, he was actually working cl- on the cleanup detail. Oh, yeah. And actually, my uncle, uh, Tommy Quinn, uh, the, there was a documentary, I think, on Hulu. It was like uh, 15 years later, 15 years aftermath or something like that. Uh, I was watching the documentary, and we see my uncle Tommy, who's also a uh, firefighter, mm-hmm. right there. And uh, we had a shot of him of the clip. And uh, it was just one of those things. Yeah, but uh, he could yeah. tell you countless stories. And actually, uh, he had a Christopher Walken story 
from his firehouse that I threw into the yeah, film. That, that it was just so gr- I, But that's what really was like uh, so interesting was just because it's not it's not about the things that uh, you do hear about that makes the FDMY. It's all these things that you don't know about, which is why I want to make this movie because it takes place in the 90s. It's a period piece, and it was just about like what what fire men actually I'd just be were. happy to see a show that's not cops or mobs. Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. a movie which because it just seems like that's like every other movie or TV show. Yeah. Is that and I, that's what my writing really is. It's I think and like cuz I'm really starting to work on more of my writing now, not so much just acting. Was uh really just about real re- just real shit. Yeah. Real good stories to tell, just not the cliché Italian like exactly, like yeah. I, I I can't even be a part of that. I don't even want to take <laughs> roles like that. It's just because it's not tr- it's not realistic. It's not truthful. And like if, to me, it's boring to watch because it's not the yeah. way things really are. So what I want to do is I want to take a paramilitary organization like the FDNY and really just show it for what uh, it, like what it really is and how great it actually is. Honestly, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's my so. hope and my dream. So. Uh, maybe by this time next year we'll actually uh, be in pre-production for that. You have the updated script now, like because you it's you made a lot of changes since you were at my house, right? Yeah, like uh, yeah. you guys saw the 106 pages, and uh, I finally got to add all those broken scenes that weren't there. And then you got a bunch of advice from that guy too. That he sent you were emailing someone who read your script. Oh, him? Was, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Stephen Balderson from Los Angeles. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, he did. He gave me the f- a few good, like really good constructive notes. And uh, the hardest thing for me is because I'm not a writer, mm-hmm. and I really don't have like. No one's the, a writer. No, I I just there's certain you there's certain things of when you're writing. Like I could do dialogue, I could do structure, I could do all these things, but uh, I can't do like the day exterior s- like all like of structure. these little, I can I can do the structure and the we'll dialogue and all these. I can't do the fucking like uh, the scenic descriptions and things like that because it's just like. How do you not know it's like duh? It's daytime. What do yeah. you mean? <laughs> just little things. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dull to I, you because I literally have to head. spell it out. I don't even have the patience to do that, which is why I can't even it's mainly, finish the script. It's mainly anymore. like and something that I feel like you don't notice until like you're working on like a production and stuff, where it's like what's so important for all those details in the script is because you're gonna have hundred people going through of it looking for specific words and details for their job. Yeah. So it's like they need to like the script needs to be somewhat clear in that aspect. Yeah. But it's like I know it's like when you're making your own movie, it don't matter. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think it does because that's what I'm learning now. Like I only ever did the writing, and now I'm doing everything else. And like I never understood why things are capitalized and why mm-hmm. things are highlighted and why things are underlined. And it's like because now I got to go back and it's like I need a I need to cast people. But how the fuck do I know how many people I got to cast? It's like you have to highlight every like it's. Some things are important. It's, you know, everything's important now. I kind of get it because now I've done every part of it except actually like film a coherent story now. And so every, yeah. you've done everything but make the movie. Yeah, dude. Like, yo, the ex- yeah. exteriors. Yo, even having the exteriors. <laughs> I've said all so many times in my head, head where I know it's finished, but having, it's really not. Yeah. It's not That's yet. Rough, but having the exteriors of the day and the night and shit is actually even important down to your fucking scheduling. Yeah. You have to put on the schedule. It's so like, much yeah. responsibility. Because that's like, like, is a huge, it's like you, you're not going to film half a like day scene and mm-hmm. then wait for it to be night. It's like, yeah. get all your shit done that you can. In the day, the next day, the pick day. up again. Like, and yeah. then when it turns night, shoot your night stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which we lucked out because there's like no windows. In the yeah, we got we no windows shoot, in so. that roller rink. Nice, yeah. Oh, so you guys could create all time. Around. That's we what, that's what Kevin Smith like did, black and white. And just it's a closed set. Never mm-hmm. have to worry about daylight. That's why the shutters are closed, so you can't tell yeah. what time of day it is. I assure you we're fucking open. 
Yeah, we're doing it all overnight. It's going to be... Oh, uh, yeah. God, what are the place doesn't open until 6 p.m. 12-hour days. No, our hours. days are from 7 a.m. to 6. 6? So oh, 11 okay. hours a day, so stop complaining. Stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's look, my, schedule is, my schedule is pretty cool. Like I figured this is my first de- my directorial debut. I want to set the tone for my career. 7 a.m., we have breakfast. Talk about what we're going to do for the day. 8 o'clock, set the shot. 9 o'clock, we're shooting. A break at 12. Shoot, plenty of time shoot. for rehearsal. It was, I'm, yeah. I'm plenty familiar with the script, but for me, it's about now timing. Once you and this guy you and me, we got you guys are getting there. the tempo and like the, the first day is actually a decent chunk. It's almost a third of the script, mm-hmm. um, basically, because like the dialogue, there's not much dialogue. I think I got 70 lines, but 20 of those oh. lines are on day one, which right. is literally back and forth <laughs> setting up like wh- what's the thing that carries the hero throughout the the entire story. What what's the story actually about? We established that basically day one. Yeah, day yeah. one's yeah, a six day pages are like cold day. open. It's all six. Are pages you shooting in order? No, okay. no. Um, like I, some people, I have only from the ninth to the thirteenth. So I'm getting all his days out the way, and then I'm, and then I go. We have out. also a very big crowd scene, so we which is day two. We put that on a Sunday because everyone's off on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday we're doing the background thing. Sunday we're doing the big crowd scene. The big we're crowd all scene. the crowd shots. We're getting the cutaway mm-hmm. shots for scene seven and eight. We're getting the. We get everything that we could pop. We get all the close-ups, the reaction shots of the crowd. We're getting you walking through the crowd, taking your break, drinking water. We're getting dude, Eddie. It's, it's gonna be a big day. It's my big day. It's my. Yeah. I'm directing like 20 people that day. Yeah. First time. I, I'm like, wow. I'm like oh, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like, like the high point in the roller coaster. After that's yeah. gonna be like we. Okay, After that's gonna be over. just you guys yelling at each other the whole rest <laughs> yeah. of the movie. It's gonna be day 10. We're gonna be like, this is so crazy. And then day three will be like, okay, so I see the line again. And then it's a grind. Do you yeah, have more crew? Is it just you two? No, it's, it's me, me, Mike, him, and uh, the, the master himself, Christopher Lind, who's actually like, he's fucking, I don't even know how I landed this guy, dude. He's like, yo, I'm, you, we're using both my red cameras. He's like, the backup camera's a GH5. And I was like, that's my that's my what? main camera. Yeah. He's like, yo, this dude has everything, dude. And I was just like, and he's like, I just like the project. And I was like, stab it. <laughs> Which has to be true because I'm paying this guy like peanuts to what he actually gets paid. I'm paying him $300 a day. Wow. And he normally gets... He's in the union. He normally gets like fucking a thousand now or whatever the fuck wow. he gets, bro. He's yeah. done. He yeah. did a movie with Robert De Niro. Like he's done shit. And I was just <laughs> like, why? Because like his passion is those like Toxic Avenger movies, like those really shot bad on purpose B movies. Like yeah. that's his yeah, yeah. love. Mm. You know, like the last movie he did was like another like like one of those like funny B movies. Like where like literally the main premise is like this whale that's like over the earth <laughs> and it's shitting on everything. <laughs> and like Lloyd Kaufman's in it, like getting shit on. Like dudes are eating dudes' asses. Like it's like a d- ass disease. And he's like, I love movies like this. And I was like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy you do because I'm getting two red scarlet cameras for my little ass budget movie. Like wow. that's some shit. That's dude. awesome. You know, like that's some so shit. And like the first dude who quit on me, I was con- now that I'm kind of happy he quit on me because like he got something better out of it. Yeah, yeah. man. And that, but it's like. My brain works in pictures. I can't see patterns. I'm really dyslexic with numbers. And my brain works in pictures. So I'm explaining. Sh- like, he was there the day I'm explaining to the first DP who quit. And he's like, ah, he's like, ah, ah. I'm sitting down this kid, Christopher Lind, for like three hours today. And he's just like, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, any of that makes sense? He's like, literally everything you just said is completely doable. And I was like, Oh, and the other guy was like, God. I don't know, and like, uh, and this guy was just like, that just sounds like like an experience, and he's like, he's very first experienced. Guy, like, yeah. Just wasn't sure what. You yeah. gotta have experience if you have two reds, and yeah. oh, you don't just buy. You gotta them be committed. Like, ah, this will be fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what we can do with these. Yeah, puppies. like this I'll guy like probably started with like an iPhone. And yeah, yeah. To, like the reds. Dropped a hundred grand on cameras. Yeah, <laughs> I was, like, I was like, hoping it wasn't a guy that just like blew all his money in a midlife crisis on filmmaking. That's what he said. I was like, yo, this guy got a credit card. Both of those cameras sum up my student debt. I'm going to acting school. Sandra left me. We gotta make a film, boys. So like after like you make 
this. Are you are you gonna like festival it or are you well, gonna? I don't gonna, know. I don't think I've ever this done this one. We're gonna we're gonna shop know. it around, like, try to get. I want to bring it to. I want to turn it into a feature. Yeah, but well, like, we I also want to make the feature. I could see so it like, for your, like it being your reel and like taking mm-hmm. bits and pieces of it to actually like uh, show what you're capable of doing. Um, the story structure, though, however, it's just like it doesn't. It's it's almost episodic. The kind of way it's actually broken down. Uh, okay. This in particular story, it's it's really it's more of like a a taste. Of that of that master script of, right, of what right. the characters are like. It this is like honestly like a pilot. This is the day yeah, before. Yeah, kind of yeah. like a pilot. It feels like a it's a, concept, it's it's like the yes. day before a proof yeah. concept. of that big script. What happened the day before of that big script is feels like w- the one that we're doing now. Mm. Yeah, like when in you like, compare, in like it's exciting. When you look at in like the canon universe of the degenerates, like the degenerates feature happens first, and then we would do a television show. The, deven- the degenerates feature happens; they're not friends yet. They make friends now, just like them going on day to day. Like the bar fails. Like at the end of the script, obviously they open the bar, but it's kind of still his uncle's bar, and then his uncle, like in the universe, is kind of like halfway through. He's like, "Yeah, you guys gotta get out of here." The opening of the second movie is that bar burning to the, the ground. Oh, yeah, the like, he's like, "What did you guys opening? do?" He's like. Age left the fryer. And we don't have a fryer. Yeah, we were trying to do a kitchen thing. Look, and bro, we thought we could <laughs> make a lot of money selling onion rings. Everyone selling else is doing onion rings. It. We got and the fryer. Timmy dropped his cigarette next to the oil pan, and now here we Look, are. Frank never said we couldn't. <laughs> 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 like Frank's like the guy who's like, they, Timmy's like, I got this. Did something goes wrong? He's like, but it's Frank. You know, Frank's Yo, the guy with the house. Look, you're yeah. looking at me. I mean, you trusted me with the keys. I mean, honestly, like, what you expect? Yeah, but like my I ultimate. This to happen. That's I, why I, I wouldn't have given myself the keys. So. Yeah, my ultimate goal from this is to do this feature. People are like, "Yo, this kid knows what he's doing," and then never work on this again. Like, I love <laughs> yeah. it, but my passion is just making films, like making yeah. dope films, like doing cinema. Well, like, you got the eye find, like the fucking viewfinder. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's no, all that matters. No going back with that. You got you walk around with a viewfinder, you're a douchebag the rest of your life. Like, I'm <laughs> never my going house back, with a viewfinder on his neck. I don't want to do it. I like slowly. I was like, wait, I'm like waiting for him to get up so I could be like. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna break that out and watch me or something. He's like, he's like, you want some soup? And I'm like, yeah, keep stirring that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like my wife. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure she did. I thought you would want. Some. I'm like, I'm sure she did. I was trying to be hot, like a good like host. And no one I appreciate, like, but the whole time I'm like, I'm gonna have Frank. one of those like tomorrow. I'm gonna like overnight. B and H, bro. Order from B and H. Luckily, yeah. my shout out to my awesome girlfriend. She works for Nickelodeon, by the way, guys. You guys need your hey. social. You guys need your social media managed. She got you. She manages all their multi million. I wrote a cartoon. She want that. They actually do. They <laughs> actually like, believe it or not, Nickelodeon has a mad cool subscri- like like um submissions like a submissions thing, and you could like people can submit to Nickelodeon at any moment. Like, I'll give you the script. Yeah, let me know. You think. I got you. I've always um, like they were my favorite. I always like imagined like uh, going to a Kids yeah, Choice Awards for Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon yeah. and getting slime. Reality soon. You know, um, we never know yeah, who's gonna like the movie. Figure, not even that. Yo, my girlfriend's actually going to KCA this year. She's like. Going there to like report the event. Like, oh, that's yo, so tell her to bring back some slime. I'm like, go, well, I was supposed to go to LA with her, but like, I don't know. I can't <laughs> go mile? into the actual function, but like, oh. she just she has a web series called like, Nick on the Street. Since I was it's like five, her, she's like, like a man, little girl. Years, she like, runs around and tells her shit. One at a time, one at a time. Yeah, we're fucking out here. All literally every person. Me and him having a conversation. They're having a conversation. Who remembers Salute Your Shorts? Nickelodeon throwback. That was great. My original call SpongeBob. Sponge, you watching the sponge tits? You watching SpongeBob? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Grandma. Put on channel thirty three. Oh, mine was six. Mine was six. Thirty three. Mine was, was uh, channel thirty two. Nickelodeon was channel thirty two. Thirty two. Network was thirty two. Yeah, that was forty five for me. Channel forty five. Yeah, you have a weird upbringing. Not like mine. I grew up. Oh, thirty one Disney. Thirty two Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah, there it is. Thirty four was. I had. Uh, I, had uh, I think our. 
Uh, no, 37 was our Disney Channel. 37, 38. 37 was TNT, where I come from. 14, TNT. Where I come from. Channel 32. Who makes this logic? Channel 32, after like 9 o'clock, became... Adult Swim. Yeah, like yeah. Adult Swim. And, also had, and like uh, Toonami. Wake up at 2 in the morning. Are you afraid weird anime going on? Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah Goosebumps. Dark, things like that. W- one time I was like 7, and I was like watching Adult Swim because I thought it was just Cartoon Network. And I was yeah. like... What's going on on screen? Because it was the guy Carl from like Space um, Ghost Aquatine? from Aquatine, oh, and he was just farting into favorite. a microphone while wearing a dress. <laughs> and I went downstairs to my parents, and I was like, "I don't think I'm supposed to be. Wa- I don't think I'm supposed to be watching this." So I made them turn on the TV, and they saw Carl farting into the microphone. I was like, "I don't want to see you watch this channel again. After this time, you should change the channel, and you should be in bed anyway." Walking, <laughs> <laughs> you're seven. Yo, Mike, you haven't spoken about Spreed once. And I'm looking at your hat. <laughs> Spreed is like. This- I thought it's it's like, said, all I, I see th- is R E E D. I thought it was Creed. I thought it was Creed. No, <laughs> with no. arms wide open, it's dude. Spreed. These guys, Spreed. These guys do music, bro. Like Spreed's like our mock band. Like one day when oh, we're like really? famous, we want to be like a like a like a, the, rock, uh, like a rock and roll band, band called Spreed. Yeah. Spreed is the uh, the like music. To the we're gonna go on the Viper EF tour production. bus. Yeah. <laughs> we have this thing called EF, which is us, Established Forces. Yeah. And Spreed is like the music <laughs> department. Yeah. That's uh, that's the name of our company, by the way. Established Forces Production. We make music. Okay, so established this is the Established Forces Production. That's good. Uh, brings you uh, degenerates, cue music. Literally. So, like, my favorite band of all time is Led Zeppelin. Got the tat right there. I saw that. I literally, like, almost kicked Joe out of my car earlier on the way here. Because changed a whole lot of love. Because like I played him an album that like First of all, I'm not a big fan. I grew up loving rap and hip hop. Oh, so like yeah. I played him like a CD that like my old band made when we were kids. And we were playing that. And that was like at the beginning of our drive. Like an hour later, the radio was on and Cashmere comes on. Oh. And he's like, Is this still your band? <laughs> I don't I know wish. if I'm insulted or like super highly like, complimented. Yeah, like complimented yeah. by that. Ultra yeah. compliment. So like the, the, the oh, you Robert Plant. The short answer is yes. <laughs> I would, so, be, yeah, I would I definitely write be, this song. take that as a compliment. Yeah, dude. The opening to like this little sample is um, traveling blues band. Uh, traveling blues. It's a really long name. I can't. I always forget it. But it's like one of my favorite songs. I love Dublin. And um, clearly. It ha- I know, right? <laughs> it has like this really bluesy, like like bluegrass opening, and it's like the first word, like fourteen or fifteen seconds in, is like "Hey!" Like Robert Plant hitting that, like yeah. "Hey!" And that's like when the movie opens. But like I've been getting this like moving logo made for like established forces, and it's like this comic clerk passing a bag. It's like a little kid. He's like looking up, and he's like grabbing the bag, and on the bag is our logo. But it's like moving, Dope. like the hands are moving, and like inspired by Dazed and Confused, like in the beginning of Dazed and Confused, like sweet emotions starting, and like. Gramercy Pictures logo is moving and it kind of yeah. stops and like it opens up on the cool ass fucking slow mo crane shot of the car pulling into the lot and that's kind of what I want. So like our version of that is the garages are opening. <laughs> Frank's just like waiting, mad like dope ass cool song and then Frank's just like kind of waiting for the garage to open. And then it cuts like some town <laughs> shots like around the town and then like as the song's progressing like we he gets in the garage and starts doing his thing. So that's why you're saying like, established forces presents like that's actually like, what I see in my head like established forces. Presents its first film. We'll it's figure that out in post. <laughs> well, I already, no, everything's already it's figured out up here. He's already got the font down, dude. The font, dude. We're it's fucking ready to go. I have a package deal. I have my. We've been doing I this for eight years. We know I have my couch. Well, I have everything done lie. down to the fucking tagline, bro. I'm down to the tagline. A winner never quits. A quitter never wins. A degenerate can't decide which to do to tomorrow. Like I'm down to the fucking tagline, bro. Like we're ready to I go, like dude. 
Yep. I'm ready to be That's lining dope. these pockets with fat movie cash. <laughs> I'm ready, dude. With well, fat yeah. single fat dollar bills. <laughs> Literally, like, I got $7. Who's fucks ready to party? He, he like, means, like, you got a fake money you, you uh, Yo. use on set. This guy works with the men operator saying, we well, got I don't know if fat stacks, stacks of cash? fake money. Yeah, I don't know cash? if they're going to be happy about this, but I got the hookup. I got two fat stacks of fake 20s for my job. I was yeah. like, oh. Yo, finally, besides all the paychecks you give me, you actually added something to my life instead of taking it away. Good looks on you. I'll call you in 20 five years and maybe we'll have like a pizza party or some shit. I don't know. It's the best thing you I'll work when you work. I'll send a pizza to the opera house. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I went to see a Travis Scott concert. With, and I, with Two days my, ago? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With my uh, girlfriend and, fr- and, um, and her friend and we were at the end of the concert and I was like, clap for the crew and I was clapping. I looked at her and I said, clap for the crew and made her clap and then I looked at the other one and I said, clap for the fucking crew and they all <laughs> yeah. were clapping for the crew. We were the only three people in an empty stadium clapping for the stagehands. Fuck I was yeah, like, dude. This really is sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah I man. Like, is, I did it as a joke. I was like, yo, this is kind of funny but at the end of the day I was like, we're, only, we're the only three people clapping for these people. I was yeah. like, yeah, but you're the crew. You know how them. it is. <laughs> I, I, I want to be Travis Scott, not the guy that puts the stage together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yo, clap it up for Chuck. Come on. Yo, you Our host, yo. Chuck. Chuck. Thank you so much for having us, man. Viper Legend. Yeah, man. Is awesome. Thank you so much. Viper Studios, dude. Yes. Viper. <laughs> What's that? Thanks, man. <sighs> We that gotta actually wrap dinner. it up. We're like, Yo, it was, oh, awesome. was two hours. It was awesome. Was really? Two hours? No, it was not two hours. Yeah, it was. That was ten minutes. We didn't talk about anything. Okay. <laughs> we talked about everything, bro. We just talked about everything. Do you have anything you wanted to say like coming final, here that you didn't say? Final thought? Any well, I don't know. Final. Like, I'm just happy I got to do this. I never did this. My dad's actually opened a production, um, a podcast studio in his house. Oh, he's gonna be doing this soon. Hell yeah! It's cool. I've never done something like this before, and I like love this type of thing. I'm fucking thanks for having us and shit. It's a lot of fun. For sure. It's a lot man. of fun. To Let's work together, too. We'll do some shit yeah. together. Yeah, let's fucking take over the world, bro. Bring cinema back. Fuck this Netflix shit. Let's become yeah. bigger than J.P. Morgan Chase. Let's make yeah. the... <laughs> we're blowing up the <laughs> island. <laughs> Staten and Long. Staten and Long, bro. Long Staten and Long. Long Staten. Let's Staten. fucking Staten. get this cash. Yeah. 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 Get wow. this cash. Staten and Long. That's the cool. Islanders That's just cool. took on a Gave that girl that my Long Staten. Long Staten. Long Staten. Long Staten. Long Staten production. And the dog is smoking a blunt. <laughs> nah, bro. Let's be Island and Island. Let's be Island Island. It says it, but like the font is just a giant dick and like scrap. <laughs> <laughs> Big cock production. That's it. We're wrapped up. We're done, though. Well, one done. more thing. I always like to hear what people say to this question. I like getting, I like to know, pretend you got the whole world listening to both of you. What is the message you'd have to portray to them? What do you want them to know? Ooh, Some I think advice. About this a lot, actually. Yeah. Number one advice oh, is just two things I live by now. Yeah. Two things I didn't understand growing up, but I kind of understand now because nothing's ever handed to you. You have to work hard and never quit. And I know how cliche that sounds, but that's literally the key to life, dude. To get anything you want in life, work for it. No one's going to give it to you. And just never fucking stop thinking about it and never lose that vision, bro. And you'll get there one day. We're mm-hmm. two days away. We're literally two days away, bro. Two days away. Yeah. If I had to say something to the entire world, uh, it had to be like some like profound. So I'd just be like, yo, whatever you're doing, just put effort into it. Because if you don't put effort into it, you're going to fail anyway. 110%. Even if you're making cereal, like put effort into making the cereal. It's going to taste better because you care about it. Mm, So just put effort into everything you do. And uh, peace and love. And also... Sex is great. Also buy buy our movie. Watch our shit. Buy our movie. Buy our movie. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Viper Studios. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. 
Um, feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.